your Kickstarter sucks episode number 28. Uh, still don't have a catchphrase worked out for this, uh, but uh, I'm your host, Jesse Farrar, and also another host we have is Mike. That's me. It's, you were talking about me, right? It's Mike Hale, yes. Okay. You didn't um, say the last name, so I didn't know who. Temporarily forgot what it was, um, All right. <laughs> but we'll get there. Um, so like I said, 28 episode in, episodes in, uh, I don't have a catchphrase yet. But I was thinking about making it, where are all the white women at? Yeah, where are all the white women at? So, um, so let me just, let me, let me uh, run it back just a little bit. <clears throat> where are all the white women at? Welcome to YKS. Yeah, that sounds good. Does that sound like natural? That's a keeper. I'm going to mark it down. Okay. <laughs> mark it down in my little ledger. Catchphrases. Um, I have one. Okay. That what's, I was thinking of. What's yours? Now, I thought of this on the drive over here, JF, so it might not be, it doesn't have a lot of polish on it. Um, might Some not of the, be best the best thinking you can do is in the car, though. That's right. Um, so my, my tagline kind of for, for, the, for, the, for the intro for this one is, uh, hey. That one's a little more visual. Well, it's, yeah, well, it's kind of like a, uh, it's just like a start of one. I mean, you can build on it if you want. but It's modular. Yeah, so, Hey. Okay, yeah, and then you just go from there. Yeah. And from there, basically, it's all uphill to the show. Yeah, it's all up, uphill. I think it did say downhill, but <laughs> whatever. Ah, uh, well, hey. Uh, so, hey. Hey. Hey, you're doing it already. I'm just catching on. <laughs> what have you been up to, man? What's going on in your neck of the old woods? What's What's going on with me? Yeah. What's going on with with me? Yeah, you. Nothing. I'm just fucking around. Just hanging around. That's cool. That's cool. Just chilling. Chilling. What are you doing? Just chilling in Cedar Rapids. Remember that? Um, yeah. Um, not a lot, man. Kind of bummed. Uh, I was at home. Um, yeah, I've been at home for the past while and uh, I got a phone call sitting in, uh, sitting on the couch there. I got a phone call from my dad. He says, uh, son, I just got laid off of uh, work, my job. I just got laid off of it. Oh, no. Jeez. So. What is um, he, um, what is he doing? Uh, so you know those, uh, like, racist statues that we have all over? <laughs> yeah, sure, of course. Confederate monuments. The ones that people like were that. protesting to take them down. because were taking them down, yeah. They're offensive. Um, they, uh, they represent, um, a particularly, um, evil part of our, our mm-hmm. cultural heritage, especially here in the South. As everyone knows, the Civil War was fought over slavery and so many of our prominent forefathers. Depends on who you ask, I guess, about that. But Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, but yeah. You, you, I don't have time to get into the Civil War on this <laughs> app. On a later app, look for the Jesse and Mike take on the Civil War. Um, but yeah, yeah, I've said they've been in the news. What's up? What, what is he? Is he like, is he protesting those? Is that why he got fired? What's going on? Uh. So he was the guy who made all those. He he made all the statues. Yeah, he made all those, and uh, now there's a there's just no work for him because nobody wants him around. All the demand for racist statues has dried up. He's uh, he's going to work six in the morning, driving to the racist statue factory. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, just a line of people outside throwing trash at him, banana peels. He walks in, he's got this garbage all over him. Yeah. Another day, like hey, a whole Mac. tomato, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, they were like, uh, well, hey, we don't need you anymore, you're laid off. 
So people don't think about that. You know, the cost of, uh, you know, they say everybody's actions has a equal and uh, mm-hmm. opposite reaction. Yeah, they some do. Guy said that. Some, some guy said that, yeah. And uh, people don't think about the other side of the coin. Well, yeah, you know, I bet I bet when he's uh, putting in those 12-hour days at the racist statue factory, he probably thought that if he ever were to lose his job before he retired, um, it would probably be to machines. Yeah. He was probably pretty concerned that AI would come in and perf- take over, perfect, like take the, over racism, the, the make racist, the most racist statue, the most racist one. Yeah. It's with like some uh, of their advanced racist techniques. My dad, yeah. uh, who only exists now for the purpose of the story, he's, uh, he's dead. Yeah. But he's back now <laughs> for this, uh, this bit. It's my dad versus, uh, uh, deep blue from IBM, right? To see who can become more racist, <laughs> like, and it's like a you remember the, the modern John Henry, yeah, John Henry versus the the steam drill, and yeah, my dad just was not racist enough. He wasn't racist enough on that no. day, but he he really did give Deep Blue a run for uh, Deep Blue was like, oh my god, I don't know if I can be this racist. Like it was, yeah, it narrowly dad, pulled it out. In my the dad end. was just, you know, pumping away at that thing, and he was like, I need more, uh, I need more beers. I need more shitty beers. Yeah. <laughs> that's how that's how my dad lost his job unfortunately but well that's a shame yeah well i hope liberal america will wake up at some point yeah come on wake up i mean hey <laughs> you know yeah hey hey did you see the thing um from valerie plame this this broad on on uh twitter valerie plape Valerie Plape, uh, she's an ex-CIA agent, apparently, right? Yeah, I remember the Plame affair being a big deal uh, that I did not have any interest in when it was yeah. going on. Uh, apparently, so she's an ex-CIA person or something. She lost her job. Um, Wasn't she the one whose cover got blown or something? She was she was undercover and <clears throat> somebody yeah somebody really screwed the pooch down there in Washington. Yeah, tell me if. You, Stop me if you've heard this one before. Uh, somebody in Washington, D.C. goofed. Mm. Yeah, they should rename it Goofington, uh, D.C. But keep the D.C. Goofing, <laughs> so keep District of Columbia, <laughs> but it's Goofington. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Let them keep that part of it. No, this uh, this lady, I don't know what she's up to. I don't know where her whole deal is. I don't keep tabs on her. But apparently she's gone insane. Well, and, um, that happens. Yeah, that happens with uh, women. Uh, once, Ooh. once a month. You know what I mean? Um, oh no, uh, we're in trouble. Uh, this lady said, uh, "Hey, if Twitter executives won't shut down Trump's violence and hate, then it's up to us." Yeah. So she launched a GoFundMe to purchase Twitter and mm. and uh, block or delete Trump's account. Yeah, because I guess at that point. Well, so what she's done is, as I read up on it a little bit, is she wants to get a majority share. So you can't outright buy the company for yeah. a billion bucks. Yeah. Uh, so she wants to buy, a, it's a publicly traded company, Twitter is, right? Yeah. Is it? I think so, yeah. How much is the stock worth? Oh, boy. Probably could have noted this. Um, what, what's the stock symbol? TWTR, probably? I, yeah, I believe so, yeah. So it's 16 bucks a share. Uh, and so I guess if you're some kind of uh, uh, some kind of scientist, you can figure out how much uh, how many stocks there are out there. I don't actually know how many stocks there are. It's not yeah. like a hundred. I don't know either. You know, if it were me, 
and I was running the stocks, I would say, okay, everybody gets a hundred. That's easy to remember. Yeah. Round it off. Yeah. Just a nice, nice, even round number. And you say, okay, well we want to give, we want to give, let's just say, let's just call him, let's just call him Jay Farrar. We want to give him 50 shares of Twitter. Yeah. And then, uh, we want to give, let's call this other fellow over here. Uh, uh, M Hale. Mm-hmm. We want to give him 49 shares of Twitter. And then uh, this other one, uh, we want to fold into a little origami swan and stick it up our ass. Yeah. And then, then that's how you know you're all you're all done because you got to 100. Yeah. So why don't they just do that? Curious why you got 50 and I got 49, but maybe we just talk about that just, later. Just break a tie. Um, in case to- you don't want to block <laughs> Trump's hate. But so she wants to get a majority share, and then the idea, I guess, is, uh, oh, if you're if you're the majority owner of Twitter, uh, you get to you get uh, admin powers. <laughs> yeah, you, they give you the the password to the to the admin account. So she wants to buy moderator status on Twitter. Uh, I mean, two thousand nine hundred seventy dollars of the one billion dollar goal. So mm-hmm. this bad boy will probably get funded. Yeah, and it's definitely not a uh, huge scam. What? Why is an ex CIA person running a GoFundMe scam? Does anyone know? That's uh, maybe she lost her job at the racist statue factory. That's this economy, dude. Man, you can't do anything racist now. Don't you feel bad for all those guys who uh, who are like, well, I was gonna go to I was gonna go to like the fucking University of Penn Business School, but now everybody found out I'm a big racist. Yeah. Now I can't go there anymore. Or the guys who were. <clears throat> the guys who were racist uh, before it like blew up, yeah. And everybody got like super mad about it. I was like, yeah, but that racism was like my thing before yeah. all these other guys got into it and just fucking blew it for me. So you're you're feeling bad for like the the original racist now that yeah. the racist hipsters, yeah. All these all these guys coming in here claiming to be racist, they're yeah. not even racist. Yeah, I'm the real racist. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That wasn't really the angle I was going for. <laughs> I don't know what we were talking about. <laughs> we were talking about this Twitter scam. Yeah. It's not going to work uh, because I don't think anyone has $1 billion because the guy who designed the economy did it the same way that I would do stocks. As he said, okay, we've got $100 and everybody has to share it. Yeah. So, like, I have $1. You have, you probably have $2. Mm-hmm. Everybody else in the world is splitting the remaining $97. Just to keep it simple. Because otherwise it would get pretty complicated. I thought it'd be funny if Trump bought all the shares or all the stocks. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. Yeah, that guy. Now, what's up with that guy? What's he doing? Donald Trump? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, But I did want to tell you about this, JF. Oh, he seems nice to me. I, I, uh, I signed us up. I signed the YKS up for a okay, a Google Voice number. Okay, so people can now leave us voicemails if they want, and we'll play them on the show. Yeah, or if they're um, not any good, we'll say, "Ah, oh, we meant to get to that one, uh, but we'll just never do it." Yeah, kind of a cool angle you, you can do. Just oh, I must have missed that one. Must have went to junk. Yeah, wink. And yeah, never get to it, and then say wink as well. Uh huh. Yeah, that's cool. Um, hey, and- that's weird. That's. Now that you mention it, it seems like that's what happens a lot of times to me when I apply for a job. <laughs> well, are you applying at the racist statue factory? 
You're not. <laughs> yeah, they say I don't have enough experience being. Yeah, racist. what are you, what are your references? <laughs> well, well, uh, I do the thing where I go into a Chinese restaurant and I find myself doing the accent when right. I order stuff. Right, and I get mellow yellow. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever do that? Did you get mellow yellow? Uh-uh. Because you're afraid of Coke or what? <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid they'll pee in my cup. Remember, no. Remember, what was up with that? No, because it, it'll force them to say mellow yellow. Oh, yeah. And they have a hard time with it. How how would they say it? Can you... Um... They were like... Uh... <laughs> they were like... Uh... Well, you know what it was. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you know how it goes. That's good. So uh, they they said, uh, "Okay, I'll bring you out some mellow yellow right away." Oh my god, it sounds so funny! Isn't that funny how they do that, <laughs> morons. Sign us up for a Google Voice number. People can leave us voicemails. Yeah, uh, or abuse. Uh, people can leave abuse. Let's too. give them some direction, though. What what yeah. should the voicemails be about? Hey guys, because um, if it just turns into like uh, like cause we don't want them to be like, "Hey guys, love the show." I mean, because who doesn't? Yeah. First of all. Um, yeah, well, that's you know you can't just play that. That sounds like we're sucking our own dicks. Yeah, that sounds like we're pulling a Steve Bannon up here if we just played those back to back. Remember that guy? Remember that guy? He's dead. He died. Rip. He's not dead yet, but I think by the time this comes out, he will be dead. So I'm gonna go ahead and say he's dead. He has been dying for quite some time. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Call and leave a little nice little message if you want. The number for that is eight zero two three five nine piss. That's eight zero two three five nine p i s s. Uh, 7477. Call and leave a message if you want. These go straight to Jesse's uh, phone, and I did not turn off Do Not Disturb, so it's going to be blowing him up just uh, night and day. So was that the last number that Google had? No, I fought for that one. I had to search around for it. (laughs) (laughs) That number, once again, 802-359-PISS. I'm excited to hear from the the fans or or whatever. YKS Faithful. I don't know. Probably going to get some death threats on there. You know what? We probably will get some death threats. And don't send those in. Yeah, but like I said, they blow up Jesse's phone. They go straight to his phone. So, well. Uh, send them in if you want to. I will definitely be checking the transcripts. And if it, if any of them say, uh, you know, like, uh, like cut your own face off or something, I'm just not going to listen to it. I'll just say that <laughs> right now. If one of them tells me. Taking a hard line against. Yeah. Okay. If one of them, if one of them tells me to stick a knife down my throat and twist it. And I'm not gonna listen. I'm not gonna listen to the whole. I'm gonna hear that part. I'm gonna click off. I'm gonna hear it. I'm gonna listen to it maybe once, maybe yeah, twice, right? But never again. <laughs> never again. Yeah. After that first day of unlimited <laughs> listens, I'm archiving it, but not deleting it. Yeah. So, so. just so you know. so I'll I'll have it. <laughs> so just watch yourself, <laughs> or don't. Whatever. And that's a that's a that's a promise. Hey, so. let's let's get into the six pack thing. I've been hearing so much about. All right, Mike. Uh, so the six pack is the segment of the show, uh, the show YKS, which is what we're doing right now. Yeah, just catching you up. Um, <laughs> I fell asleep. <laughs> this is the segment of uh, YKS where we we take a, a real a hard look, mm-hmm. s- nice stiff look at some of the kickstarters on, over on the website uh, www. oh so you don't use http or well it might be https colon slash slash just depends on where you're at we take a look at them we say hey this is good or alternatively hey this sucks fucking shit 
Yeah, exactly. Either of those two. But it's two. mostly the second one, actually, now that yeah. I'm thinking about it. I don't, we've done like, I think we've put two good ones on here ever. Yeah. We, I would like to have more positive ones on here. Hey, in this in this day and age? Yeah. I mean, you really you need, need it all you can get. I'm sitting over here going, you know, whatever happened to, um, you turn on the news and it would say, uh, local boy wins prize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember that story? Yep. When he did that a few years uh, yeah. ago? When he finally won. Yeah, but now all you hear is, uh, you know, uh, local local boy, um, local boy is, gets in a hot air balloon and flies away. <laughs> Sad story. Remember that balloon boy, balloon boy, and that young man grew up to be none other than the forty fifth president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Fascinating, isn't it? He's like a those all the three of those little boys like started like some little shitty band. And that's yeah. the last anybody heard of them. Oh yeah, they're the whole family's like legitimately yeah. insane. Oh yeah. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. They're all all their names are like like I think all three kids are named like Steppenwolf or something. So it's something bad like that. It's something bad. Thundercat. Thunder Thunderman. Thunderman's the middle one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So here here's the deal with the six pack. I already said it. So the first one I've got for you. <laughs> the first one I got for you, Mike, is called One Earth Message, a digital voyeur golden. Oh, Jesus Christ. I am slipping over my words over here. Careful. You need some shoes? <laughs> come on. I just didn't. Come on. <laughs> You're coming in hot. One Earth Message, a digital Voyager Golden Record 2.0. Uh, so 2.0, the sequel to the first one. Yeah. Um, the reason I picked this one out, um, so I watched Alien Covenant last night and today. Actually, maybe just today and not last night. I'm going to say all of it I watched today. Yeah. You keeping up with me? <laughs> Not really. So I watched Alien Covenant today. Um, what did you think? You, did you see Prometheus? That, that other... Yes. The film? I didn't see Prometheus, but I did see Covenant. What the fuck? <clears throat> just never got around to it. You got it. Why didn't you... I just never got around to it. You got Okay. Well, I feel like you're not going to get... I get the idea. I'm sure you, you're smart enough to get it, and you've seen enough of the movies to get it. But some of the, I think some of the tension is going to be lost on you because you yeah. didn't see. And I'll talk about it in depth on here. So spoilers. Um, go ahead and you want to go ahead and cut that iPod. Out? You want to cut your iPod off right now and go and go watch the movie if you haven't seen it. Okay. Some of the tension with David, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, my dog's sitting weird on the chair. You're not. I don't. I, you, you're not going to get that tension, especially with between uh, David and uh, Walter. I think you're not going to be getting that if you have not seen. He's a clone, though, right? What's what's not to get? Well, he's not. I mean, they're not clones. They're they're synths. Synths. Synthetic. Android. Synthetic humans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, uh, I mean, did you how <laughs> how early on did you figure out that it wasn't really Walter that made it back on? Oh, like uh, immediately, right? Immediately. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> they could they do this. Smash cut when yeah. he's got the rock in his hand. Yeah. Well, I, did you feel a sense of foreboding? I was like, oh, well, there's two of these guys, so obviously, and one of them's bad, so let's, there's going to be like some twist. A classic switcheroo. Yeah. You saw the switcheroo out. coming when he was cutting his hair. A mile away, buddy. Yeah. So you can't, you can't, you can't uh, pull one over on me. You were trying to remember what it is that you can't do. Yeah, <laughs> could not think of it. You can't. I was. I was like, you can't get up early in the morning. Yeah, for me, which is also true. <laughs> hey, bud. I mean, hey. 
so I did. I really liked Covenant. Uh, Danny McBride, I thought was good in it. I thought it was really funny that James Franco was the captain. Uh, that made me laugh seeing him in the pictures, like everyone wistfully <clears throat> looking back on when James Franco was their captain. Yeah, he gets killed in like five seconds. Though, yeah, right? he doesn't have any lines. He's just yeah, sitting there and he's just funny. He just gets fucking posted. That's funny. <clears throat> uh, that is funny. But uh, I thought it was weird that Danny McBride did his uh, character from uh, Eastbound and Down the whole time. Oh, you thought that was weird? Yeah, I liked it. He has one character. Yeah, I mean he does. Yeah, Land of the Lost. He's that same guy. Vice Principal, same guy. Yeah. Same shit. Yeah, I love I, the character though. I did. So I really liked when he uh, when he saw the xenomorph and he said, "I'm I'm going to bean this piece of shit." <laughs> and he hauls off and throws like a seventy mile an hour fastball. <laughs> xenomorph's like, "You're fucking out." Yeah. And Xenomorph's like, the little mouth comes hey. out and catches it. Hey. His little mouth. Yeah. What's up with that mouth? You know, I don't know. And did you say what do you think about the shower sex scene? I haven't talked to anyone about this since I've seen it, so I wanted to I wanted to yeah. pick your brain. What do you think about that? Between Danny McBride and the Xenomorph? Yeah, what do you think about that? I thought it was cool. I did not know Xenomorphs had three pussies. Yeah. That was kind of weird for me to see. Yeah. Uh, they, I feel like it, they didn't need to show that. They didn't have to, but, but they really uh, zoomed in. They did. Yeah. Uh, Danny McBride's still the one penis, so. Just one on him. So. But he's playing his character. Yeah. This so. character only has one dick. Character only has one. Yeah. The real guy. As two, three, I don't know. <laughs> There's no way to know. It's not important to the story. Anyways, good flick. Really enjoyed it. Um, I hope they continue making these. If you and if you like these movie reviews, yeah, uh, tune in for more of them. Yeah, because we'll be doing a, a lot more. I guess this is the show now. Yeah, subscribe to that Patreon if you want to hear me uh, <laughs> watch a movie a year after it came out and go. I don't know. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the entirety of the review. That's the main draw of the whole show we've got. Um, I watched, uh, you know. Do you watch one recently that's been out for a year or more? Uh, I watched 12 Angry Men. And here's my review of it. Uh-huh. Pretty good. <laughs> uh, then I watched uh, <laughs> it. just keeps going like that. <laughs> yeah. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that's just it. Not bad. Uh, golden record though. We sent out something into outer space in the seventies, I think it was. When was this? Long ass fucking time ago. Yeah, and that's the official. <laughs> that's what it's in the France. record books. Yeah, a long ass fucking time ago. Yep, go check uh, it out if you're ever in NASA. They got they got the big sign if that you're says ever in NASA. <laughs> yeah, if you're ever walking around NASA, they got oh. the big sign that says everything over here happened a long ass fucking time ago. And then over Every, here, everything like, over here is like this pretty, pretty, pretty soon. Pretty, pretty. It's coming up. It's coming up. It's <laughs> <laughs> the two times that they have. Bunch of brainiacs over there. And this shit's happening right now. <laughs> and it's like a picture of everything that's going on. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that place got shut down. Um, so one Earth message, I guess, what they did uh, way back in the in the past is they thought, well, this will be a hoot. Why don't we send a rocket ship out into space? And yeah. So I guess they did that a few times. They got kind of bored with it, and they said, "Why don't we put some of our junk on there so we don't have to look at it anymore?" Yeah. So they got a guy to dip a record in gold, mm-hmm. and it has like a bunch of the shitty songs from that era, I guess, or maybe it's also data. I think I think they sent. Here's what it says here. It says, "In 1977, NASA sent a golden record attached to each of two Voyager spacecraft time capsules." Okay, he put the comma there, not me. Uh, to inform ETs, <clears throat> extraterrestrials, 
about life on our little planet. The Golden Record has become an icon of hope for humanity's interstellar future. It's time to do it again. It's time to do it again because the first one... It was such a raging success. Yeah, the aliens loved that shit. They were like, ah, send us more of that shit up yeah, here. Yeah. We loved it. Yeah. Do it again. But we didn't send them a record player, so I don't know how they're listening <clears throat> to it, but I'm sure they've got extremely advanced yeah. 72 RPM record players up there. Only the best shit for those guys. says here, and this time we can all participate. First, let's make the message. Uh, the original golden record contained 120 photographs selected to represent the Earth of 1977. So I guess maybe there's no music on there. I don't know. Uh, but 120 pictures from 1977. So it's like, um, so it's like, uh, it's like uh, Caitlyn Jenner when she was a guy, um, uh, John Travolta when he was straight, uh, yeah. Michael Jackson when he was black. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, all of the they're gonna come down here and they're gonna be like, hey. Uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say you got some explaining to do. Which is, I don't know if they sent that up there or not. <laughs> they did, yeah. They, Lucy, they sent that one. They up. Yeah, they did. They sent uh, the bewitched up there where uh, where it was the second Darren. Yeah, but not the first Darren. So they're yeah. not gonna get any. So either. now they're gonna come down here and they're gonna be like, they're not gonna know who I Dick love, Van Dyke is. I love bewitched. Yeah, with the uh, first Darren on it, <laughs> and, and our, or the yeah. second Darren, they're gonna We're be just like, talking around each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the movie Contact was about. <clears throat> yeah. We finally make first contact, and we're talking about two different Darrens. Yeah. It's a big problem. <laughs> like, hour two, the aliens are just like, all right, so one more time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Darrens. Yeah, that's what, that's what a rival is when she's trying to decode their language. Yeah. They make those spirograph letters, and they all say, we really liked Darren, and <laughs> we're just trying to figure out, like, which Darren do they mean? Well, who's this guy? They can write both Darrens at the exact same time from two different directions. It's pretty incredible, their language. Yeah. It's all Darren focused. So 1977, that was a piece of shit year. Yep. Uh, ten years later, a, a humble boy would be born into this world. And when he would grow up, he would go on to start a podcast. Yeah. Talking about me, of course. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, they were talking about uh, somebody else. Uh, no, just me. I think I was the only person born in 1987. So, um, if you were born in 1987, send us an email. Your Kickstarter sucks at gmail dot com with the subject line. I was born in 1987. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Look forward to reading those. So basically, um, what we, what we want to do again, uh, instead of doing a record this time, check this shit out. We're mm. gonna put it on a little thumb drive. Oh, okay, they got USB three up there. Yeah, they got yeah. They're on there's they're on USB freaking. I don't even want to know what they. I don't even. You don't even know what it is up there. Um. Uh. So we're gonna put picture, sound, and other content. And aliens love content, so they're gonna love this. Uh, and it's gonna go on NASA's New Horizon spacecraft, which is far. It's beyond Pluto and heading for the stars. Um. And hey, buddy, we have stars here too. Uh. It's called um, Blake Lively and the gang down in Hollywood. Yeah. That's the first star you thought of. Oh, oh, I blew it. <laughs> Come on, you know, you know Blake Lively. She was in um, the Green Lantern. She was in the Green, the Green Lantern, and she was on uh, the CW. That's a good bit. Just naming a very, I don't want to say Blake Lively, shitty or old. Just, but yeah, just right down the middle. Very, just no, no one would ever have thought of that. Ah, Liv Tyler, <laughs> just the famous. 
<laughs> the famous actress. Liv you want to see some stars? Why don't you come down here and meet my good friend, Mrs. Catherine Heigl? <laughs> yeah. I like her because the big rumor on her is that uh, she's such a dipshit she can't get work, <laughs> which I relate to and find really fascinating. So uh, we're going to put a bunch of uh, bullshit on a thing and send it to space. It says here, One Earth message is a unique opportunity for the people of the world to collaborate in creating an interstellar message. Sometime <clears throat> in the coming millennia, mm-hmm. an alien might find it, read the message, and remember the distant Earth. What ET sees is up to you. Uh, this one got $2,000 so far of 72000 needed, uh, 39 days to go on this one. What's interesting about this is uh, you might wonder, well, why is NASA on Kickstarter trying to get their shit funded? Is it because Donald Trump hates science and he's too stupid to understand it? Uh, he's a piece of garbage um, and I hate Donald Trump and he's freaking orange. Yeah. Uh, well, no, uh, this guy actually is, apparently he designed the first record, which... Uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem like that hard of a job. Well, let's make this one gold. And I think also they already had gold records, so maybe not like a triumph of design. <laughs> but um, but anyway, so he thought, hey, this is cool. Uh, I'll make a presentation to NASA. So the $72,000 is for like a website and marketing and shit. So he can yeah. uh, get this little project off the ground and go talk to his old buddies over at NASA and say, why don't you let me put some of my cool web pages on space in space? But here's the deal, and here's the problem I have with this. Um, like you said, Mike, like you pointed out uh, so astutely, the first one uh, didn't work because, and we know this, because there are no aliens here. Yeah. And one of the key reasons that there are no aliens here on Earth is because there are no aliens uh, in the universe. Yeah. They're not out there. They don't exist. Depends on who you ask, <clears throat> I guess. Now, you think there are aliens. Well, I mean, it depends on who you ask. No, I'm asking I mean, you. I mean... What do you think? I don't have an educated opinion on it. Come on now. But my gut feeling is yeah. that we are not alone. Really? Uh, in the universe. Yeah. And uh, all the em- evidence you need yeah. to support uh, a theory like that is uh, just tune in to this freaking podcast because it's out of this world. <laughs> Okay, didn't I didn't know where that was. I didn't, that, I didn't either until that I one, said it. That one hit me right in the gut. I'm glad, glad I pulled it off. Um, I'll tell you what. Uh, I respect your opinion, but I think it is much too hopeful. Yeah. I don't think there's any reason for hope. Uh, I think we're all that there is, and I think in a few thousand years, uh, <clears throat> if we don't kill ourselves, uh, the sun will go out or burn us up or... One or the other, and we, you know, we'll just uh, we'll cease to exist. No one will ever remember that we were here. It was a cosmic mistake, um, not worth repeating. And the universe will go on forever and ever and ever, and uh, it'll be like we were never here. So, wow. Anyways, good luck sending those pictures <laughs> into space. You dipshit. Um, I'm sure he's nice. No, you can tell he's not because of the way he is. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, oh, you don't think he's you don't think he's nice? I don't know. I mean, he's white, so he can't be that bad. Can't be that bad. Let me tell you about one I have. All right, let's move on past that one. Yeah. Uh, good luck to that guy, though. Yeah, for sure. How many days? Good luck have, to us. How many days does I have? Uh, Thirty-nine left? days, I believe. Thirty-nine days, as of this recording. Which, 
you know, in the scope of the infinite time and space of our <laughs> universe is but a drop in the bucket of time. So I don't believe that'll get funded. I don't think so either. <clears throat> Uh, but this one will probably get funded. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about a little thing called Slice. I remember that uh, soda pop. Yeah. Do they no. still make that? Uh, shit, that's a good question. That is a good question. Slice. Diet, of, diet Slice. Perhaps one of the great questions of our time. Uh, that would be a good gag to Ford. hand somebody just a Diet Slice. <laughs> this is all I got. It I, would be a good gag uh, for you to come over one day and uh, and open up my fridge and there's nothing in there but diet slice. Yeah. Hey, man, I brought you a drink. It's a diet slice. Hope that's okay. <laughs> uh, slice says, this is the description I'm just going to read. As creatives, we know that there's a certain freedom and satisfaction in taking pen to paper in order to express the thoughts that we have. That's true, right? Hmm. 100% true. Hmm. And while there are tons of okay. notebooks of all shapes, colors, and sizes out there, none of them truly embodied the characteristics we found important. None of them were truly good enough, so naturally, we decided to create one. Enter the slice. I would, uh, let me just back up. I would say that the the notebooks that exist are not of every shape. There's pretty much one accepted shape yeah. on notebooks. It is called the notebook shape. Yeah, like a rectangle-ish. Pretty standardized shape. by this point, I think. But is this one rectangular as well? Uh... It is crazy that you asked that. Uh-huh. It is insane that you asked that. Well. Because this one's not. It is a triangle shape notebook. So it's like a I am a gog. And the long the long age of the uh triangle is the spine of it, so it opens up in kind of a, a squarish shape. Uh if you can imagine that in your head. Uh, you I'm, ver- I'm, I'm very stupid and I'm not looking at a picture <laughs> of it, but it's hard for me to imagine a triangle opening up into a square. Try a little harder. Uh, this one has uh, $1,800 of the $5,000 goal for a triangle notebook um, that the world needed very, very badly. What the world needs now is a, is a triangle, triangle notebook. Notebook. Yeah. Okay, I see this. It looks like a uh, triangle. Yeah. I'm looking at it now. Uh, well, it looks like it. you can hold it really great if you hold the long end, which I will note uh, is also a feature of regular notebooks. They tend to have that end that you can hold on to. This, uh, the description of this says... Uh... Oh, it's like a sandwich. I see now. You should have just said it was a sandwich. <laughs> I could have, yeah. What would what, I say for a, a square? Like a Ah, it's like a piece of lasagna. What yeah. do I say for a circle? It's like a cookie shape. Yeah. What the fuck? Can you just... No, I need... like the... regular... Shapes? I need the foods. <laughs> <laughs> I need for you to tell me the foods of things. All right. No, this one says it's it's made for carrying. Yeah. Oh, not like those other notebooks. Those other ones you're supposed to fling around the room. <laughs> yeah. This is cool. When, uh, I mean, there are so many of these on here that are like commodity items um, where it's uh, it's not necessarily a new take on it. I mean, I guess if you wanted to be generous, you could say the fact that it folds like a triangle is a new take uh but basically it's the same it's same shit different day right it's uh it's something that people if they say handcrafted or crafted with love or yeah. we've been working we've been prototyping this for years or this is our passion or something they'll be like oh that's cool here's 50 bucks yeah kind of there's a lot of these on here it's not really reinventing the wheel and i guess you know it doesn't have to it's uh 
It's portable. Made for carrying. I don't know if I said that already or not, but... The world's first portable notebook. Yeah. Slice comes with a slipcase for easier storage on the shelf. When you're not, when I guess you're not carrying it, you can you can put it up. But it's made for carrying. But just put that old notebook on the you shelf. Are just full of it today. <laughs> <laughs> and it's triangled and shaped like a sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Now yeah. I got it in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we decided we we started designing this over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's actually not that long. And from the very beginning, we tried to define and redefine what a notebook really is. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, think about what a notebook is in your head. Uh, then think about someone just <laughs> destroying that fucking thing <laughs> with what really matters, uh, a sandwich-shaped notebook. Finally, a sandwich-shaped notebook. 55 backers, though. 43 days to go. Um, Probably going to get their modest goal on the notebook. Five grand, probably. Yeah. It's, it's seven inches by seven inches. So roughly the size of a large sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, really weird to me that you would need a slipcase for it to put on your bookshelf. Because if you think about it, the outside of a notebook is kind of like a case for paper. <clears throat> yeah. And then you put that in a case. And yeah. then you put it on a bookcase, which as we all know is a case for books. Yeah. So kind of a lot of uh, cases. Yeah. You got to love cases if you want this notebook. And maybe you do. Maybe you're a big case guy. Um, I'm not. No. So I'm going to pass on this one. That's the only reason. Other much, than that, though. Too many cases. But so it looks good like. Good luck, Slice. What's, their, what's the retail value on this? Uh, I think it was like 20 bucks. Mm. Maybe. No, it was like 30, right? Well, uh, Early Bird is 20. Kickstarter Special is 25. And then the next one is $63. So you can get three of them. So I guess do the math on that. 21. Or 20. Yeah. There's no. Uh, can't just get one. Bet you can't just get one. Oh, God. Bet you can't. Bet you can't <laughs> get just song. one. That's not a song. I bet you. I bet you can <laughs> get just one. This is going straight to the top of iTunes. Uh, well, that's great. Um, there's only 180 pages in this. Yeah, that's another thing, right? Kind of small. Kind of small. If I wanted to use this as my little black book for where I keep all my, um, mm-hmm. uh, my, the contact information, uh, for all of your, for the women, for all of your women I'm seeing, yeah, I would probably have this filled up in nigh two weeks time. Yeah. That's how, um, <clears throat> that's how many women I'm seeing and how many of their contact details I'm writing. You got to get their uh, cell phone. You got to get their home phone. Email. Fax. Yeah. Do people email their their hookups? I think so, right? That big, uh, the, there was a big politics thing. Well, what was that fucking thing? Uh, some general. I can't remember the name of. This is really good. People are just going to. Oh, the guy who, uh, he, the hookers. Uh, that was me. Ah, okay. Actually, 180 pages provides ample amount of space for writing, drawing, sketching, UI flows, Gantt charts, comic strips, level design, bullet journaling, storyboards, weekly calendars, brainstorming, notes, new ideas. Uh, so finally, a place for my 180 Gantt charts. <laughs> I'm excited to put my Gantt charts uh, finally in this handsome. Uh, sandwich-shaped notebook. Really excited. Hey, check this out. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, they, do people really use email? Okay. <clears throat> Say that one more time. So I don't know. Do people use email to uh, to talk? Yeah, to they do, Jesse. Uh, General Petraeus. Do you remember that guy? Uh, big email scandal from a while back. He was. Uh, he was. Uh, hold on. I have to do that again. Okay. Um, but basically, him and his mistress were yeah. uh, using the draft feature of uh, Google, the Gmail, uh-huh. so they wouldn't leave like a trace. So they would log into one account, uh, type up a draft email, log out. The other person would log in, read the draft, erase it, and that's how they. That's how they. And that and that method did not work. You're not saying. work. <clears throat> they got caught. Now that's crazy. Oh, he's the one that uh, there was a bunch of secrets. Let out a bunch of secrets. Yeah. Yeah, he told his uh, chick he was seeing about all this fucking... Oh, you know, we found aliens a long time ago. She yeah. was like, oh my god, that's cool. Let me suck yeah. your dick. Right. Okay. And then he was like, oh, you know, uh, the moon landing and shit. Big time hoax. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. So this is just an avenue for, number one, you to do the <clears throat> the blowjob sound. Yeah. Number two, to get all your conspiracy theories out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. That's cool. Kind of a Kind of a two-lane street here. Kind of a two-lane street, um, and uh, that phrase we all love. Uh, looks looks like here, Slice was the precursor to Sierra Mist. Um, says here. It's looking up sodas. Uh, uh, looks like it's gone, yeah. but uh, but I didn't know that Slice was lemon lime. I always think of it as orange slice. What about you, DB? Yeah, that's like that's like I don't remember slice at all. You don't remember slice? No. How about cheer wine? They still have that in the south. That's good, isn't it? It's all right. You got this orbits one where it had the little gummies in there. We just talking about sodas now. Well, I'm just I've already got this list open. Yeah. I'm on listverse.com, a not secure website according to Google Chrome. So right now, General Petraeus is on here stealing <laughs> all of my secrets and telling them to his mistress. Hey, you know Jesse uh, ordered. Two 2X shirts yesterday. Vicky's uh, 2X shirts. Uh-huh. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. You got uh, you got Coke 2. Coke 2. This is made You're up. You're getting rid of Coke Zero. Yeah. The thing that I drink at work sometimes. Yeah, I'm going to miss it. When I heard about that, when I first told myself about that, uh, I was like, oh, shit. I drink that at work sometimes. Yeah, that's tough. It's tough. When Jerry when Jerry Lewis heard that he died, <laughs> rest in peace to Jerry Jerry Lewis, the king of comedy, one of the OGs of comedy, the comedy master. What was some of his famous A legend? Some of his famous bits that he did. Not let's. I mean, you can do movies too. Sure, so out of some of his movies if you want. But some of well, his, now you're opening it up to the, it's crazy. Some of his famous bits. Uh, Oh, uh, I can remember uh, when I first saw one of his uh, stand-up specials on HBO, and uh, and I don't remember the context of it. I just remember laughing my ass off when I heard him say, uh, "Did you ever know a crackhead?" <laughs> you remember? You remember his famous crackhead bit? Uh huh. Did, did you ever know a crackhead? Yeah. In that famous Jerry Lewis timbre mm-hmm. that he had that we all loved. He also did that one about. Uh... Uh, you might be a redneck. Was also a good one of his. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, um, oh god, yeah. Like, there were so many good ones. Now that you're saying them, um, he did the. Uh, oh god, remember he did the movie 
where he uh, was in a fat suit and he mm-hmm. played one character, uh, and then he played like all five or six of the other characters yeah. at the dinner table who were also fat. Yep, and they were like uh, like farting and stuff. Yeah. Oh my god. It, uh, can I do a part of it? Yeah. Oh, do you remember uh, it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Hey. So I'm I'm a, like a kind of like a wiry Jewish guy. Yeah. I'm kind of like a nervous Jewish guy. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like a, a neurotic Jew. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, and that's it pretty. Brings funny. the memories flooding um, back right now. Another one that I liked that he did was uh, when he did the. Oh, he's just, oh, dude, he did the um, he did stand up. He was like, uh, "There's a difference between black people." And in words, I'm not gonna say the real word. But I mean, but he could. He said he it. He could say. Yeah, it. he could, he could say, say anything. Make anything funny. Yeah, he really could. Just that type of guy. But why don't they make the whole plane out of the thing? Yep. One of his. I mean. Yeah. When he heard that the first time. And now he's in heaven. Now he's in heaven. I hope he's finally getting answers to all his questions. Like, oh, so that's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, you know, when you uh, say it like that, it actually makes sense. You think that when you go to heaven, you get uh, the sum of all human knowledge I think at so. once? Not human knowledge. I think post-human knowledge, pre-human knowledge. All of it. Everything. I think when you get up to heaven, one of the first things that your brain downloads, first of all, you, you pop out your brain onto mm-hmm. a little thumb drive. And you're like, oh, I don't remember that. was. I didn't, where'd yeah. that come from? Oh, oh. Uh, and St. Peter hands you... A lightning cable. Yeah. And you're like, oh, really? Because I have micro USB. Oh, wow. We don't have a converter. So. He's like, well, everything's... <laughs> we're kind of Apple. Yeah, we're a big... Uh, we're an Apple shop here. We're an Apple shop up here. Oh. So, um, Anyway, so you down- the first thing you download when you get up there is uh, the the actual answers to all of the joke premises from the 1990s uh, America. Mm-hmm. So you finally found out uh, you finally find out why they don't make the whole plane out of the black box. You finally find out what women are doing in there when they're getting ready. Yeah. They're shitting. Yeah, they're shitting. Oh. And we you had a near death experience one time. That's Yeah, I you, found that out. You choked on a honey <laughs> bun. <laughs> that's how you that's how you figured that one out. I woke up in my I was sweaty and <laughs> just had food all over my mouth and I, Oh, that's why. <laughs> oh, okay. Your Eureka moment. Nobody ever does anything boring. You see those unsolved mysteries where people, I was walked to a bright light and everybody was, yeah, everybody was there. I saw this guy I used to know and he said, Hey, what's up to me? And, uh, nobody does like just boring shit. Yeah. It's, it's all spectacular. Like a, yeah. It's almost like, uh, it's a figment of our imagination. Hey, what happened when you died? So there's a lot of darkness. Uh, that's pretty much it. It's pretty fucking boring. Yeah. I just sat there. Um, the whole thing was insanely boring, and then bam, I was back in my body. Well, that's not really a great story. Yeah. That's not really you gotta cool. punch it up a little bit. There was a bright light. Uh, my third grade teacher was there. Ah. Uh, Mrs. Havisham. She's telling me to go back. Yeah. Telling me to go back. Um, I saw my own body. Yeah. I was floating above my body. And you were like, eh. I was like, I don't really. <laughs> it's not really worth it. Can, can I, I start get, over? Can I get a new one? <laughs> Uh, what were we talking about? Um, doesn't matter. It doesn't. Nothing matters. Uh, but rest in peace to Dick Gregory as well. Another yeah. comedy legend gone too soon. <clears throat> yep. Um, and I, I don't remember any of his. I don't know what he did. I don't know either. Pretty bad. Not Same, a good look. Uh, he was POC. So. Well, he he wasn't as funny as Mr. Jerry Lewis. 
who oh, that guy was funny. Who of course uh, did the 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 famous scene uh, where he's uh, he's in the pharmacy and he's trying to put all the pills in the mm-hmm. bottles and they the bottles just like speed up and he's like Ugh, you know yeah. you can't get all the pills <laughs> in the damn and he gets up on the thing and then he starts eating the pills and it's just a, I mean you're not supposed to do that so. Uh, maybe if Dick Gregory had some of that magic in him, we'd we'd remember him to this day. But of course, we don't. So uh, the next one I got for us, Mike. Uh, if you're if you're finished over there talking about I think, sodas, I think I'm done. Are you done looking up I'm, sodas? I'm done. Finally, yeah. okay. I want to talk about New York makes a book. New York City. Remember that commercial? This is just going to be this. This entire podcast is just yeah. you saying something and then me saying, "Ah, remember that?" The and Word then, Association then podcast. Yeah, then we get distracted for a good half hour. I think people like that. I Nobody likes do. that. New well, York makes a book. Now, what is this about, James? New York makes a book. I'm going to be up front with you. This was from 2009. This was uh, 10, almost 10 years ago. What year is it? Well, look, the important thing is it was a while ago. Yeah. And uh, I'm actually surprised that Kickstarter was around then. It's so long. Yeah, that's a long time ago. That's a really, I mean, that's what NASA would call a long-ass fucking time ago. <laughs> So it's kind of crazy to see that on here because the first thing you pull up is a like a like a third generation iPhone with yeah. the shitty notification on there that looks like shit. And they're on the Edge network. <laughs> I'd get a clue. <laughs> um, Do you ever have an old iPhone? Do you ever have like an iPhone when they first came out? Uh, I think I had one of the thick boys. Yeah, they were like six thousand dollars. I don't think I had a two. What was it? It was the iPhone, the original iPhone, and then there was the iPhone. Two, or it was called the iPhone 3G was the second one, right? Yeah, because yeah, because you would get on 3G and push that 3G, and then from there the numbers just got more and more fucked. I think I might have had a 5S, six six plus, 5C. They had 5C as well. Mine, bud. 5C. What is this? A phone or my bra size? Yeah. (laughs) So uh, this one's from a long time ago. But it's still stupid, and it still needs to be roasted. It's called We Make a Book. Uh, it's created by We Make a Book, and the title is New York Makes a Book. The The grift here, Mike, yeah. was that they would ask people to send $30 to them. And if you did that, that gave you the right to put anything you wanted on the page of a book. <clears throat> That's cool. And you can't do that anyway. You can't do that anyway. It would be really hard to figure out. Uh, but the best part of it is, is then they would print the book, okay? Uh-huh. And your work would get seen by millions of people. Except in this case, instead of millions of people, it would just be the other 99 uh, scumbags that they got to uh, give them $30. So they only made, uh, they made one book for each person who did it. <laughs> so this is like a pyramid scheme of books. <clears throat> it's like a proto-pyramid, like a proto like Bernie, it's like scam. It's like Bernie Madoff if uh, he had extremely small goals, yeah, and was a freaking hipster. It could be a show. So, publish were raising three thousand dollars to cover the costs of printing a high quality soft cover book from Blurb, Blurb dot com. Sure, Blurb you know, Blurb dot com is a book making. Apparently, website. it still exists. Blurb still yeah. exists. We make a book does not exist. Uh, this the this uh, this website where I mean obviously you wouldn't be able to get to see the book at this point because it was only for the hundred people uh, who contributed to it at their own expense. So the entire fucking idea is just to make to get a bunch of people to go in and put stuff in a book. 
That's yeah. It. And the cool part of it is, is they didn't even want to ship out the book. They only wanted people in New York to buy them so they could just hand them out. That's cool. They were they So if you go and look at these, at the comments, they're like, Hey, I didn't get my book. I didn't get my book. Uh, you know, when, when can I get the book? And these guys come back with like, Hey, look, <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> When we first launched, we specifically asked for just New Yorkers because we weren't raising money to ship any books, solely to get them printed. Still, not everyone has gotten theirs yet, and we want to get that straightened away. That doesn't really make any sense. If you haven't gotten your book, please respond in the comments to this post. We're thinking we'll throw a second book gathering, this one much more low-key, and people can come out and pick up their copies. Uh, And if you're not in New York, you could simply send a friend to grab your copy. Sound good? So they're just lugging these books around in the back of their van to like uh, all these freaking hipster parties in freaking Brooklyn. How much do you think? <clears throat> okay, so they got how much did they get? Let's got, break this down. They got they got thirty three hundred bucks. Thirty three hundred bucks. How much would it cost to make one hundred books? Is that the number? Yeah, I mean, I guess we could look at blurb. So, did they make any? Well, these these no, this is two thousand nine prices. So, two thousand nine prices. But you have to wonder, like, how much they made off of this. If they did a small square book, which probably they did, which probably they did, <laughs> seven by seven, which is about the size of a large sandwich. Uh, if they did, <laughs> if they did a small square book, soft cover, uh, looks like it is on standard paper, fifteen bucks. So, maybe you call it ten bucks for. 2009. Mm-hmm. So they might have spent $1,000 on printing the book. And then they pocketed $2,300 because they didn't have any shipping costs. And also they didn't put anything into the book because everyone else did that and paid them to do it. So this is like one of the original Kickstarter scams here. Right up there with the potato salad <laughs> guy. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck that was. For $30, you essentially get to publish whatever you want in one of the 100 interior pages. Then you get a copy of the book itself when published. So, yeah, 110 people backed it. Um, doesn't seem like a lot of money was made off of it. No. For what it is. No. Not a lot. But I guess you don't have to deal with shipping if it's New York only, right? Yeah. So. Just some doofus comes by and knocks <clears throat> on your door and you hand them a book and they leave. Great scam. They just they went into like the equivalent of Shutterfly for books. Yeah, right. Like yeah. that's what it is. It's not. They weren't like dealing with a printing press or a publisher in house or whatever the fuck. It was just like uh, just a company just sent it in. They're like, hey, here's this book I made. Well, I mean, I didn't make it, but yeah, I know a bunch of people who did. <laughs> you know, really stupid. Anyways, I I just that I just thought that sucked, and it was in New York, and New York is one of the best towns. What it's, a, one of the, it's the biggest little city. What did old Frankie Sinatra say about it? He said, uh, hey, you know, you spend one night in this freaking town, and you're lucky yeah. to come back with your, your damn shirt on your damn back. Yeah. The famous quote that he said. He had such a way with words, that Frankie. Hey, New York. Uh, I mean, you know? It's another one of his <clears throat> Yeah. And, he, and that one, uh, of course, turned into one of his uh, most famous songs as well. Hey, New York. I mean, you know, what's up with it? <laughs> yep, yep. The original's uh, still the best. I, I, you know, I appreciate the cover yeah. by. Uh, well, I'm no Frank Sinatra. By Frank Sinatra Jr., but the the original to me is still the best. All right, 
So big shout out to Blurb.com for outlasting this horrible idea that someone had based on their uh, business. Let me tell you about this. Let me tell you something, brother. That's Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Pretty good. Let me tell you something, brother. Spot on. About the website, gawker.com, brother. (sighs) These guys watch me uh, (laughs) fuck this lady. I think what sucks, the worst part of it is, is we'll never get to see the rest of that video. Yeah. I mean, I miss the website. I feel bad for people I knew who worked there. Yeah. But that's kind of balanced out by all the people I didn't like who worked there. So maybe that one's a wash. But was it worth all those people getting fired? The website getting shut down, Nick Denton going bankrupt, AJ Delario's life being ruined. Ruined. Um, uh, in order to see Hulk Hogan say, uh, I just ate like a pig 10 minutes ago. Unequivocally, yes. It's you gotta, you gotta say, it's so funny. It? It's so funny that he said that, and that's how he talked. <laughs> And there's so much more stuff from it too, because uh, because he had to uh, he had to go on the stand and say that he, that Hulk Hogan has a 12 inch penis, yeah. but Terry Balea does not. That's priceless. <clears throat> I mean, sure that that cost Gawker nine hundred million dollars, but knowing that Hulk Hogan has a 12 inch penis and Terry Balea doesn't, it's you can't put a price on that. Yeah, it's like one of those uh, people from Tumblr who say they have a tail. It is like that. But they don't. He just gets his dick caught in like a drawer or something. <laughs> he gets his dick caught in a drawer? Yeah. Hulk Hogan, uh, I was tur- I turned a corner too quick, <laughs> and I got my dick caught in a drawer. Oh, you're talking about people who who uh, who pretend to be, well, what do they call it when they're... Hulk Hogan? They pretend to be Hulk Hogan. The yeah, people what, all over Tumblr are, who pretend to be What do they do Hogan? when they pretend to pick somebody up and slam them down right in the middle of the squared <laughs> circle? What do they call that again? Um, what is that called? No, when they're other other kin. Yeah, other kin. When they, when they say they have a tail, and they're, they're like uh, feel the tail. They're like, stuff. oh, I'm like I I'm like a mushroom. <clears throat> you know those guys who say they're mushrooms. It's interesting that nobody ever says they're uh, something like a uh, I'm an earthworm. They they're always like something cool. Earthworm Jim said that. Did you ever play those <laughs> games? <laughs> Look. We're getting off topic. No, we're, this is the topic. <laughs> getting off topic again. The topic is uh, wrestlers' penises. I think we should film what we think the rest of the Hulk Hogan sex tape would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's a parody. That's protected speech. He can't sue us. It's just him calling the woman's pussy a tutor or something. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he? That's looking nice. <laughs> That's what he says. I don't know. What he, I don't know what he would say. I'm not going to pretend to know. How Hulk Hogan talks I think in the bedroom. My version of the video would definitely be like a detailed rundown of everything he ate. Yeah. <laughs> because does he does he say that he ate sushi or is that just what we've added in mentally? He said he had sushi. He said, uh, what did he say? He had, uh, I ate like a pig. Yeah, it had too much sashimi or something like that. Is that what he says? I think that's what he said. So he's like specific about, so he's a, he's a real raw fish. Uh, I had a uh, Slim Jim. I stopped at a gas station, had a Slim Jim, uh, had half of my son's Reese cup. Yeah. <laughs> Things he's talking about. Just the rundown. They don't ever actually fuck. No, they don't fuck. It's <laughs> just him listing, and that's why he had to sue. So he She's w- like checking her watch. It's <laughs> like, are we going to fuck? <laughs> Bubba, the love sponge, is in the other room like, you guys going to fuck in there? <laughs> hey, I'm trying to record you guys having sex so I can blackmail you guys later on. 
You guys going to get to it or what? Is that what it was? Was it a blackmail scheme or was he just getting off on it? What do you think? <clears throat> I don't know, man. I don't know. Because he was definitely in the house while they were plugging, right? Yeah. He was because he left the room. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to leave you guys to it. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to go in my office. Yeah, I'm going to go. I have to do some paperwork. I'm going to do shit that Bubba the Love Sponge does, which is, uh, don't no nobody knows what the fuck that is. No. Does he still have a show? I don't know. If he does, how is it not the topic of every day's show? So hey, Bubba, long time, long time <laughs> listener, first time caller. What was up with that sex thing with Hulk Hogan? You were letting the Hulkster bang your wife, dude. What's up with that? It's so weird. I mean, no yeah. offense if you're into the Hulkster banging your wife, but it's just strange. Yeah. I'd rather bang the Hulkster. I don't even want to bang my wife. Come on. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Hey, let me tell you what I got for you this time. Okay. Uh, get us back on track here. It's called Voodon. Uh, that's my favorite type of noodle down at the noodle place. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I go there and eat like a pig 10 minutes ago. Voodon is a doll plush toy. It's a fun, nonviolent way to stay sane during an insane time, right? Cathartic is the best way to describe how it feels to use the Voodon doll. You know how you got all these products now coming out on Kickstarter and shit? All these things are like, uh, this is going to help us get through the next four years. Yeah, this is this is this is gonna help. Yeah, dude, it's like self care. This is a, a little voodoo doll of Donald Trump. So really good. That's what this is. Uh, that's what this is all about. Politically, there's a lot going on, and emotions are running extremely high in the USA right now. Hey, that's an understatement, pal. Buddy, you could cut the tension in the U.S. of A. with a freaking knife. Yeah. Or, I guess just whatever. Yeah, if you don't have, if you don't have a knife. Sometimes if you open up the scissors and you just use the one side of the scissors, it works a lot like a knife. You just got to be careful. Debates among friends and family end up pretty heated, almost daily. One of the things we noticed that kept coming up in conversation were sentiments along the lines of, if only we could get five minutes to talk to him. Apparently. Never heard of anyone. Who would say that? I just need to talk to this guy and make him understand. I need to talk to the insanely rich uh, billionaire, yeah, and make him understand my point of view. Yeah, I need to talk to the uh, retarded guy who lives in the White House and probably doesn't know it half the time. And I just need five minutes. That's all we need. I mean, have they heard him talk? <laughs> You've heard the man talk, right? Yeah. I mean, he sounds like he's from outer freaking space. Maybe. Hey, maybe he saw that gold maybe record. He saw that gold record. He said, I got to get down there. And they got more of that gold down there. I need to go down there and meet a famous celebrity. Um, uh, mm. um, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> They're all women with you. Why do you always pick women? I just hate women. Yeah, I that's, what I'm think. that's what I'm picking up on. Um, $670 of $27,000. But thank God, zero days to go. Not successful. Lock it up. Um, I want to play the video because it's so great. And it doesn't suck. It's Are we really pivoting great. to video? We're pivoting to video, and I'd like to play this video real quick, if we could, J.F. All right. So tell me, what are Americans to do in a situation where we seemingly have an executive branch that is imploding? That's a great question, and normally, as a bare minimum, I'd say Americans that want to see change need to write and call their representatives in Congress. Normally, I'd say that certain crisis situations call for organizing locally. This guy's just um, reading off of a card, which 
Yeah. Looks really bad. Looks like shit. The acting does? In the description, it says like a... It says something about there being really good improv in this. So We hope you've watched the video and enjoyed it. It really explains what the Voodoo doll is all about, and it's some pretty good sketch comedy to boot. Yeah. If we say so ourselves. If you haven't watched it yet, go ahead. We'll still be here when it's done. That um, bums me out to read that. <laughs> Grassroots advocacy. Everyday citizens stepping up and running for local, state, and national office. You said the word normally more than once there. Are you saying that you're no longer advising people do these things? What else is there? Magic. Wait, what? Yeah, you heard me right. Magic. I mean, there's absolutely nothing left. We're so beyond what we'd normally do because nothing in this administration is normal, right? Here, there's this thing right here. What? What is that, Blake? It's the Voodoo doll. A voodoo doll? I see. So you're not just advocating for using magic, but magic that can hurt our president. This sucks ass. Yeah. Big time. My question is, um, I mean, why, why, are they, why are they messing around with this? Why don't they just like sort him uh, into a house? Remember that? Harry Potter and stuff? Hey, Donald Trump, you've been sorted into this. Ha- I don't know how Harry Potter works. You know how it works? Uh, Yeah, I do. You can just sort them into a house. Do you know any of the houses, like what they're called? Yeah. Do you think one of them is like a punishment also? Yeah, one of them is called uh, Punishment House. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. You, you got lucky. <laughs> the other one's called, and correct me if I'm wrong on these yeah. uh, listeners. The other one's called... Um, Dance Funhouse. Yeah. And that's that's where you that's where everybody wants to go. That's the number one house. Yeah. So <clears throat> then of course there's Beta House. Yeah. That's where you live. That's hat pins and all? Don't you think that's a bit extreme? After all, several celebrities have been taken to task lately for expressing what many would say are harmful feelings toward no, our president. No, no. I... Several celebrities have been taken to task. Don't you hate it when you're a celeb? Like, uh, mm, yeah, like, uh, 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 like, um, like Darren Sparks, <laughs> Darren Sparks. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, how about Laura Dern? What did, did what did you type in to Google to get that? Um, you just took like, I'm not going to say what I typed <laughs> in to get that. Come on. What'd you say, dude? I typed in Jurassic Park cast. <laughs> Don't. Come on. I couldn't remember what it was. All right. She looks great in that movie, though. She does. She looks great in the new Twin Peaks. Have you seen that? No. Have you watched the new Twin Peaks? No. Do you want to go on your Twin Peaks rant? I I don't want to derail here, but I'd like to talk about the new Twin Peaks. I bet, just based on what you've told me about your feelings on it, I think you'd probably like it better if if they took the number of peaks down to zero. Yeah. Because that's how much you don't. I don't really like it. I'm not early into it. You don't like the show. No. Wife loves it. Bless her heart. I can't get into it. Yeah. I love love weird stuff. You like watching monster trucks is what you like. Is that a thing that you're going to say that I'm into? No, it's just what you're into. Okay. Um, Yeah, I like watching the monster trucks. Grave digger. 
You got freaking <clears throat> Bigfoot. Those are the only two. No, there's a there's the one that's a T Rex. Uh, oh, there's the one that has it's just like regular monster truck, but it has incest written on the side of it. <laughs> it's the incest monster truck that they have. <laughs> so Yeah, that one's really popular around here. What do you take me for? The rock star telling politicians to suck on a machine gun? This isn't a voodoo doll. It's a Voodon doll. Don as in Donald. There's no pins involved at all. We go high, Cameron. We go high, never low. I see. So tell me, how does this magic work then? Executive orders. Executive orders? Can you elaborate? I imagine our viewers are certainly quite curious. Of course. Uh, you see, each Voodon doll comes with his own executive order portfolio like the one the real president holds up for the cameras every time he signs one. Oh, yes, I see. That's a very nice portfolio case. You see, you take down notes, you write what you'd like our president to do. It could be policy changes, personnel changes, resignation, whatever. Uh, then you take that note and you put it in the portfolio and give it back to the doll. You're the executive. The magic comes from you. I see. Thank you for demonstrating that oddly adorable bit of magic for us here in the studio and our viewers at home. Well, folks, it seems that this is what things have come to. Magic. Blake, we hope to see your book published soon. Whatever it's about. We'll have you back in our studio soon as well. This has been Yes, the White House is still in crisis. Sports is up next right after these messages. Cool. Yeah. Cool, huh? Yeah, that's pretty dope. Hey, for $5, you get to download a pic of Cameron Kenny, that uh, wonderful, wonderful lady you just listened to. Read those awesome words. That great actress. I think, um, let me just, let me get out in front of this. Uh, they're pretty clearly, like, uh, in high school. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. I don't hey, give a shit. If I wanted a freaking pic of a high school girl... Uh, downloaded on to my computer in a file that I've tucked away inside several other inconspicuous files yeah. on my desktop. Mm -hmm. And also I've hidden the contents of the file as well and then put a password on the folder. I, I'd freaking go to the freaking creep store. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if I want a picture of a high school girl, yeah, I would just uh, go through your phone and look, look through that because that's all... I'm trying to paint you as like a pervert. Listen, if I wanted a picture of a freaking high school girl on on my computer, I'd I'd point my web address browser on over to www.justinbieber.com. <laughs> download a few of those because because <clears throat> he's a <clears throat> yeah. Wow. So what do you think about this, man? You write executive orders in a little notebook and then give it back to the. Yeah, it's hard to see how this did not get funded, right? It sucks. Um, it sucks big time. It's not a voodoo doll. It's not a voodoo doll, bitch. It's a voodoo doll. It's a voodoo doll. Uh, so this is cool. Uh, if you go and look at the comments on here, um, it's a uh, it's people who paid money to be the super backer so they could comment on here and, and call this kid a snowflake. Um, <laughs> it is seriously embarrassing. These snowflake projects, they all get 0% funding. Once in a while, if their friends back them, they might reach highs of around 3%. Nothing screams, 
I'm a snowflake, quite like these projects. It's just sad and pathetic. And that was left by D. Trump. That was left by user D. Trump. So who knows? Who, I mean, it could be anybody. It could be anybody on that one. Did not get funded, like I said. It raised $670. Ten backers. Ten people were like, yeah, this is good. Or, you know, nine people and then that guy, uh, D. Trump. Oh, this is an interesting little tidbit from that same uh, backer on here. It says... Uh, by the way, words and meanings do evolve. Don't know if you know this, but gay actually means to be happy, not homosexual. Though there are very few places you'd actually see it used this way. Enjoy life, snowflake. That's pretty cool. So you, now you can just say gay now. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's actually pretty tight. The Voodoo doll comes with an executive order portfolio, a cell phone, the flag of the United States of America, a Russian flag, uh-oh, a heart, a pad and a pen, um, these are all made out of felt or some type of material. It looks like shit. Uh, it's a stupid idea. I hate it. Didn't get funded. I'm glad. But it's just like some kid, though. It's not a kid. The guy's like 30. I don't know why he keeps saying that and telling people. There's no that. way he's 30. He's old as shit. If he's 30, I'm freaking going to be 30 later this year on hey, December this... 11th. And my wish list is in my uh, profile on Twitter. It's Bronze Hammer on Twitter. You can check it out. If this guy's 30, then I'm 31. <laughs> Uh, I clicked on that guy um, who left that comment, and uh, wouldn't you know it, uh, all of the things he's backed on here, which, by the way, are dozens of things, are uh, weirdo Dungeons & Dragons horse shit, like uh, dice and bags and shit. Yeah. So, kind of weird. You uh, never got into Dungeons & Dragons? You never got into D&D? Not that big of a nerd? Uh, no. Okay. Wow. Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> no, uh, no, I did all the cool stuff like play the saxophone. <laughs> oh boy, you're hooting on the sax. I was, uh, yeah, I was tooting on that thing for a while. I played football, but I also in fifth grade. I think yeah. I told, I think I told you this before. In fifth Is grade, this a story where you you crapped your pants and then you tried well, to flush your pants okay, down so the toilet and it overflowed? <clears throat> and the janitor had to come in and you were crying. Different time, okay. different time. In fifth grade, I hung out with these uh, these dudes down the street. I lived in the city, rough and tumble city of Lima, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Mean, Shout out to Lima, Ohio. Mean streets. Um, I hung out with these guys called, uh, they were three brothers, and uh, I thought they were fucking cool as shit because their parents let them cuss in the house. They listened to rap music. Um, they just did whatever they wanted. They played that roller hockey. I thought it was, man, that's fucking cool, right? Yeah. They listened to ICP almost exclusively. Um, so that's wow. how I started listening to ICP when I was a, when I was a fucking kid. That's so good. Like 11, 12 years old. <clears throat> so um, we, we actually, if we had ever met up, we might have feuded because I listened to Eminem. Oh shit. And they had a rat, they had a, they had a rat beef. So. We might have we might have gone toe to toe. I might I might have. Uh, there was that famous incident in the club where they had super soakers on each other. Do you remember that? <laughs> Sounds so fucking stupid. Yeah, Eminem he has a rap about it where he's like, "Next time it won't be super soakers. It'll be like a real freaking gun, dude. And oh, I'll shit. freaking shoot your ass off." And ICP was like, "Yeah, next time and next time that we do that." We're going to bring two guns. Yeah, because there's two of us and there's only one of you. Yeah. Crazy beef. And plus we've got all this soda as well that we enjoy. Yeah, and we're freaking twisted. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they they listened to ICP and they uh, played D&D in their basement. They also ran a haunted house out of their basement. Sure. They were fucking cool kids. And uh, for that haunted house, they just left it normal. <laughs> yeah. 
They hung up photographs of Jesse Farrar. Ah! All right. What I got for you, Mike, is yeah. something. It's a... Uh, it's an offer you're not going to be able to uh, refuse. Uh. Classic line, dude. Hey. Hey, I'm, I'm going to give him an offer that he can't turn down. <laughs> so. He's going to love my offer. This is called Unstable Unicorns, dude. Unstable Unicorns. Now, this sounds, pardon my French, this sounds crazy as heck. It's freaking twisted as freak, um, and it's basically like friggin' nuts. So, it's a card game. Can I mean what? <laughs> yeah, on Kickstarter. Yes, a strategic card game that will destroy your friendships, but in a good way. Oh, good! It's gonna destroy your friendships in a good way. So you won't have any friends, uh, but it'll be good uh, for some reason. Yeah. That's the that's the basic idea. That's the that's the jizz of it. And uh so this one got backed in one hour and eleven minutes. So they were only asking for ten grand, but they got it in one hour. Insane I mean it's just like a, a fucking it's just a money machine. Think of a card game. I'm just a money machine. <laughs> and I don't work for nobody but Tumblr guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Right. That old song. Wow, prescient those lyrics. You know? <laughs> but, uh, yep, strange. Uh, no, it is like, just like a money machine. Just make a fucking card game, put it up there, watch the money roll in. The money Apparently. rolls. Yeah, you have to crinkle it up first, but it rolls. $263,000 of $10,000. It's gained $4,000 since we started the episode. That's cool. Which is good because so did my bank account. <laughs> Are you behind it? No, I have investments. Oh. Okay. But yeah, it's not hard to see how they got to this number because uh, the game is $35 if you want the cusses in it or the gore or whatever they promise with the not safe for work expansion. Um, Let's so no one's on here. You're not going to make a quarter of a mil selling a G-rated card game. Yeah. It's got to be crazy. It's got to be freaking nuts. You got to push the envelope a little bit. Um, how to play this game. Okay, let me just give you the rundown. Yeah, let me know. So the object of the game is first person to build an army of seven unicorns wins. Sounds simple, right? Well, it's not. Yeah. Start your turn by drawing a card. Then play the card from your hand. But someone else could play a nay card. Okay? Um, so you, everybody knows what that means. Um, so you... You play these cards with special characteristics on them, and the goal is to get seven cards. It's like, it's like a, like a Uno, like chess. We just went in wildly op- opposite directions with that. Did we? It's like Uno. It's like chess. You never played Uno in our house, then. You never played chess in mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's cards for some reason. No, these cards have different characteristics, like a uh, chainsaw unicorn. That's crazy. Uh, what? Double, double Dutch. Unfair bargain where you have to trade hands with another player. So you can see it kind of gets. Okay. Kind of gets crazy. This is kind of like chess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's also kind of like Uno. And you've got, of course, the narwhal, which is yeah. funny because it's like a weird looking animal. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so, here's, so here's a not safe for, for work unicorn. 
It's got like bondage gear on, and its horn is poking through a condom wrapper. Mm-hmm. He's messing up the condom with his horn. Um, so that's pretty like, uh, what would you say, crazy? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Well, it seems fun uh, to build the unicorn army, and also betraying my friends seems uh, good. Um, uh, it's good to spend sixty five dollars on stuff like this, where it's like cutesy little drawings of it of a of a horse, like reading an iPhone or something. Um, it's really good that this is what works on people of our generation. It's a fucking uh, just a money machine. We're just uh, we're so. You remember that old song? It's just a money machine. You remember yeah, that one? I do. Yeah, I remember that one. Um, <clears throat> we're infantilized. Um, our entire generation is infantilized. We are disgusting. And uh, here it is, $225,000. Here it is right here. Bad babies, six new violent and terrible baby unicorns added to the expansion. So this is a unicorn that has like a a dead look on its face, and it's a baby. It's got a pacifier. And I guess you can like give it a machine gun and like shoot another unicorn in the head or something. That's cool. I don't know. If you get three, if they get three hundred thousand dollars, they they upgrade the NSFW not safe for work pack uh, to twenty cards. So that's twenty opportunities to freaking freak out <clears throat> your friends, dude, with these crazy cards. Man, that's. But honestly, what else? What else would you expect from the the twisted creative minds behind a teaturtle dot com? <laughs> Which actually reminds me of one of uh, the one of my other favorite Jerry Lewis bits. Uh, do you remember when uh, this is a movie he did? Uh, and he's he's like in costume for this scene. Yeah, and he goes, uh, "What am I not turtly enough for the Turtle mm. Club?" Jerry, man, why'd you, why'd you have to leave? Gone too soon. So teaturtle dot com. If you've never looked at this website, uh, check it out. It'll piss you off for sure. Um, you will get pissed off at this website. I think if you are a creative person. You're trying to make a living online, or uh, if even if you're just a blue collar schmuck who doesn't know right from wrong and and couldn't tell his own hand in front of his face because he's too damn stupid <laughs> and he stinks like outside. We got we got a lot of guys, those guys <laughs> listen to this podcast. So this website tturtle.com, and this is not an ad. And I will say fuck them unless they do want to advertise on the show. <laughs> then I'll say kiss them. Kiss them, kiss them, and fuck them—the two opposites. This is a website where it's kind of like a—it looks like a fucking shitty Etsy store, and it's just got little plushies and little cardies and little posteries and little squeezies. Pop culture fun, and uh, it's like Think Geek, but like I said, for babies. So you can go on here, you can click Steven Universe. Uh, and then a little turtle will say loading, and also you got to turn off all your ad blocking stuff on here, or the shitty website won't work. Uh, and then you can get a twenty five dollar shirt uh, of like a Steven Universe, but drawn like in a baby way. And then he says, "I think you're pretty great," and then you can buy that for twenty five bucks. Um, and then, of course, uh, if you're not a big Steven Universe fan, uh, don't worry because we've also got. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. You like Guardians of the Galaxy? I do. Uh, I think it's a cool uh, series. It's fun, just you know, uh, popcorn movie, enjoyable. But what? Check this out. What if we drew um, Star Lord 
Peter Quill, as mm-hmm. played by the the roguish and handsome Chris Pratt. What if we drew him to look like a little fucking baby or some shit? Um, yeah. And put it on a $25 t-shirt and sold that. So uh, it's just all this bullshit on here. There's like a little fucking octopus that goes inside out. It's got it's got a Big Bang Theory merch on here. Um, we are basically just advertising for this one. This sucks. If you like this, fuck you. I am well. Delete the podcast. <laughs> Delete the podcast. Leave a one star review. Cancel your Patreon. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Send ahead me and, a knife in the mail. I'm gonna go ahead and say, don't do any of that stuff. <laughs> and although our views may be different, uh, the one thing we can agree on is this podcast is good. Uh, also, of so, course, he's uh, this the same guy created AngryBaby.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is all that same bullshit except it's, it's on onesies. on onesies now. So there's like a little panda on a onesie, a little turtle on a onesie. Um, but also confusingly, you can also go to the dad or mom section of AngryBaby.com dot com, and you can see the same stuff except for it's on adults. For it's, oh, here we go, a twenty dollars shirt of like a rabbit, and he's like coffee. So, uh, oh, and Mike, you'd like this one. Uh, here's a, it's a picture of a dog on it and it says, what the pug? No. Yeah. I love that. And then here's one over here where it's a a rabbit drinking out of a coffee cup and it says need more coffee on it. So this is probably the same rabbit, but later in the day. Right up my alley. And you love this stuff. So it's no wonder that Unstable Unicorns is such a kick-ass game. So I'm going to play you the video and, and I'll just let this guy explain it because he's so passionate about um, robbing you blind. You start with a baby unicorn in your stable. But don't get too attached, because even baby unicorns aren't safe in this game. There are over 20 magical unicorns to collect, and each has a special power. Build your unicorn army as fast as you can, or be destroyed by one of your so-called friends. Seek revenge, or protect your stable using your magic... Not so fast. Someone could have a nay card. Get it? Nay. The first person to complete their unicorn army shall hereafter be known as the righteous ruler of all things magical. At least until the next game. Unstable unicorns. Build a unicorn army. Betray your friends. Unicorns are your friends now. Hey everyone, I'm Rami, founder of T-Turtle, and I am so excited to be showing you Unstable Unicorns. We have been adjusting and readjusting this game for months, and now we can't get any work done because everyone wants to play all the time. If the thought of aggressive, violent, occasionally seductive unicorns appeals to you, we'd really appreciate your support on this project. Check out the Kickstarter rewards, because there's lots of stuff we'd love to add to the game and send to you if we can hit our stretch goals. And backers will be able to add unicorns to game night before Christmas. Thanks for helping us make these unicorns a reality. All right, uh, Mike. So it's a freaking card game. I don't know. I guess this guy has a big following. I guess there's lots of people who like this shit. It just sucks. It just sucks. It just sucks big time. I don't know. I'm depressed. It's one of those things where you're uh, just not just not for us. Not right? for me. Yeah. Maybe people, maybe people like maybe we're wrong. Maybe you're wrong. <laughs> Probably not. Maybe you're wrong when you say women aren't funny. Uh, maybe <laughs> you're wrong when you say that whites and blacks should have separate drinking fountains. Wow. You know, maybe you're wrong, and I think history will show that. Topic for another time, I think. 
Yeah, for the 19 freaking 50s <laughs> when you were born. $263,000 raised so far. It's just. You want to give it a refresh and see where re- we're at? Two, yeah, $263,000. Yeah. Uh, right. Like, went up like $40 while we're sitting here. Yeah, boy. <clears throat> okay. So, unstable unicorns. I don't like it. Uh, so, that's it for me on the six pack. Right. And I think that's it for you as well, right? No, it's not. I oh, got one God. more. Oh God, I wish it were I wish it was over, but it's not. We only did five packs out of the six pack. Yeah. We did a five packer. I don't get you. This is what I gotta talk about. Uh hey, you ever make cookies? Uh don't even get me freaking started on how many times I do that. Um let me tell you about this little thing called chip. I thought we were talking about cookies, not chips. Oh now I'm confused. Uh, no, we are still talking about cookies. Okay, yeah. good. Thank you. Cook, uh, chip is a smart cookie oven. Okay. Sure. Um, what it is, it's a fucking, <laughs> you just, okay. So you just closed your eyes and breathed deeply. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little convection oven with an app. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. It's how I'm going to describe it. Okay. Uh, let me just read you some of the copy here. There's virtually no preparation or cleanup. Simply scan. Drop dough, oh. press start, and you'll have freshly baked cookies with no mess in 10 minutes or less. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. It says the chip smart cookie oven, oven will bake fresh gourmet cookies in 10 minutes without preparation, preheat, or cleanup. Uh, you can make four cookies at a time. It's not a Come on. It's not a joke. <laughs> Come on. It's not a joke. Um, but yeah, it's a little fucking device. You buy their dough. Thank God, right? I, I know what you're... I can see your face. Well, can I at least set up a subscription automatically? <laughs> your face is crunching up. Uh, I can tell. It's not like DRM, like the fucking coffee pods or whatever. Okay. You can use your own dough. Um, they just they just offer it. But to answer your question, fucking yes, you, they do have a subscription model. Um. Let me just scroll past all these. Like, see all these accolades on this fucking page? No, I'm over on the comments where people are mad that they just pushed the release date to 2018. Oh, yeah, I'll get to that. <laughs> but CNET, Mashable, Refinery29 is on ABC News, blah, blah, blah. Uh, everybody seems to love it. Uh, it has already been backed. Um, 617 backers. $109,000, right? It's I crazy. mean, this, it looks like just a fucking hot plate. Yeah, it looks like a fucking little toaster oven thing, like a. But that's even a toaster oven is overselling it because it's just like a it's like a a little pan that sits in a dog bowl. That's what it looks like. Yeah, and you can make like I said four cookies at a time. It's, it's about the size thing. of a large pizza, or yeah. maybe a medium pizza, depending on your pizza place. And there's no top. Or maybe a small pizza. Maybe a small <laughs> kids a kids pizza. Just it looks like a pizza basically. <laughs> Are you hungry? Just cannot. Can, the man does not know his shapes. <laughs> Just uh, everything is the food shapes. <clears throat> I know all the shapes. I know uh, ch- cheese sandwich. Yeah. Orange. Yep. That's all of them. I know them all, baby. Oh, boy. Rhombus. <laughs> you got one, bud. <laughs> no, but this is a. It's it's a gimmicky piece of shit, as as someone said. Um, God, this sucks. Like somebody might use it like once or twice, right, and then just never fucking use it again. I mean, 
Uh, who's who's having a hard time nailing down cookies? Yeah, it's a uh, that's super fucking weird, right? That's it's a really like a, weird item to not be able to to track down. It's like a lot of times you'd be like, oh, I have to. There's this. There's a big problem that we have. Monumental problem that society has. I'm going to set out to solve this problem by creating a. Uh, uh, I'm just going to create a solution. To this problem. Uh, that's not a problem. Just tossing cookie dough <clears> on a <throat> cookie sheet and putting it in the oven. Not yeah. really a problem. It takes maybe. There's like three steps involved. But yeah, I mean, it used to be you could say, "Well, look, I really don't feel like making my own." Yeah, I got to go. I got to get the butter and all the ingredients out. And of course, I don't have an electric mixer, so I got to mix it by hand. Yeah. Boom! Then comes the electric mixer, right? Yeah. Or and even before that, you've got the pasteurization process, so you've always got eggs and shit in your house. Uh, mass market of sh- sugar and chocolate chips and all this other shit, so you're not like shaving chocolate blocks or whatever the fuck they used yeah. to do back in the day, and they want a chocolate chip cookie, whatever the fuck. Then, like you said, boom, you've got uh, dough that uh, comes in a pouch. You take it out, you cut it. Oh, I don't I don't like making the little shapes. It's annoying. Okay, guess what? We've got pre-portioned cookie dough now yeah. that actually we score for you, and you just break it, break off, it off and, and put it on the thing. It could not be any easier. Well, the problem, I think, with uh, yeah. the traditional method is uh, you don't have an app. No, yeah, that's so true. That's another problem. Except for if you have an oven that has an app on it, and you can put cookies. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Okay, so the problem is oh. here's here's one here's one here's solution. one of what the okay yeah problem with traditional cookie making yeah is you make too many of them oh, okay. at a time, and then you end up. Uh, is that part of the pitch? I overate. No, it's not. It really should be though. Because that is one of the that that's something you hear from these like little bespoke like tiny batch shits yeah. is like wow. Oh, but it, sometimes if you if you do something, you get too much. So that's yeah. that's that's w- wasteful. But we're still charging you the same amount. But still, it's like you know, it's like when uh, when you get the cookies, you get the little packages of chips that are broken up into hundred calorie packs or whatever. Yeah, like oh, these just actually uh, there's just less cookies in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but still though. <laughs> <laughs> so they do, like I said, they do subscription model for the dough. For the they dough, sure. Three month subscription, six month subscription, twelve month subscription. So you can pay, and you can pay up in advance for a year of dough. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna put the uh, cookie dough on my credit card, and then I'm gonna pay interest on my cookie dough. I think. Seventeen point seven nine percent APR on my cookie dough. I'm gonna let that roll over month to month. Spend as much on cookie dough as possible. How much is the actual cookie dough? Does it say? It's no? so okay. So it's the the subscription model is. You're smiling. Why? Because <laughs> it's it's a lot to. It's sold in in packs of four, right? Okay. It's a, let me just break this down for you. Choose choose from an a la carte or a subscription model. Our ready made dough will be sold in packs of four pods each, and subscriptions will include four packs per month, so sixteen. So, but how much is in a pod? Sixteen. Four, four cookies, four in, a cookies pod? in a pod. Yeah. Four cookies in a pod. And then you get four of those. Four pods. For 16. That's 16 cookies a month. 16, co- 16 cookies a month? Are you sure yeah. it's not 16 times four? You're, okay, you're trying to trip me up? No, I'm not. <laughs> it's You said four pods. Yeah. Four pods a month or four pro- pods per box? Four, four packs per month. Pack. Okay, so each pack is has four pack, pods. Is it a pack or a pod? That's now, what, which one is it? Isn't it both? 
Are there pods in a pack? That's what I'm saying. Who's on first? <laughs> I'm legitimately saying, are there four pods in a pack, or are you just using the word interchangeably? Our ready-made dough will be sold okay. in packs of four pods each. Okay, packs of four pods. Yeah, so one pack is four pods. And then there's four cookies in, in each pod. In this, each pod. So four <laughs> pods yeah. of four cookies each is 16 cookies. Yeah, exactly. Now, if you wanted four packs, <laughs> <laughs> you've got 64 cooks. Yeah, but, but that's can't. not what we're saying. We're saying no. one pack is 16 cookies. That's right. Got it. So three-month subscription, 16 that's, cookies that per would be month. Three, okay, so three packs of 16 cookies each. We're talking... 30 or we're talking 48 cookies. We're talking fucking how many is it? It's 48 of these bad boys. I don't I don't know anymore. I don't know what we How many uh, your 3 month supply is how much? A 3 month subscription is 16 cookies per month. Yeah. That's the base. Yeah. 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 If you if you get any fewer than that you're fucking up. But there are different levels to it. You can get the classic. What do you mean? Packs, the, what do you mean? Select packs or the premium packs? Come on, the, you're fucking with me. So the classic, the classic pack is sea salt chocolate chip, butter toffee, chewy ginger funfetti. Select is like a white chocolate macadamia. Why is that in select? I feel like that should be a classic. White chocolate macadamia is an absolute classic. It's an absolute classic, right? Uh, and then you got the premium, which is salted caramel chocolate fudge, red velvet beetroot, white chocolate, triple chocolate explosion. Uh, talk about death by chocolate. Yeah, it it might be um, it might be that one. Uh, so you okay? So that's the second tier. Yeah. What, what's the third cookie tier? The third cookie tier is the the premium, the salted caramel chocolate fudge. So you got classic. You got Premium. So classic, select, and premium. Jesus. Premium's the good shit. That's what you really want, right? Um, it's $9 a la carte. So just 9 bucks for a tube of this shit. For a tube. Oh, no, it's not a tube. Sorry. It's uh, the pod of four cookies. $9 for four cookies. That's if that's what I'm reading right here. So it's like $2.25 two each. Okay. I guess you could do the exact math. <laughs> It's listed here, so I didn't have to do anything. But <clears throat> um, it's cheaper. Also, if you subscribe, you, the twelve month subscription, you save twenty five percent. So it evens out to about a dollar sixty nine per cookie. So you should, the savings really hits at the uh, twelve month subscription level. So you're gonna want to get on that. Now, is that paid in advance or is that paid monthly? I think that's paid. Uh, I don't know actually. <laughs> and is that for every le- tier of cookie? Yeah, every tier is is different. So, select you would save twenty nine percent. Classic you would save thirty percent, bringing your total for each cookie to eighty eight cents each. And that's still too much for one cookie, by the yeah. way. That you make at home. Cookies should be free. What are you, Bernie Sanders? Ah. Um, okay, hang on. I got to take on no, this. You're going to do this. Okay. I got to take on this. This is You know, uh, you know when something hits on the pod. Yeah. And both boys <laughs> both boys get get ready to lay down. I'm doing a classic. The, I'm doing the Birdman thing with my hands. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting excited. Okay. Uh, so basically what I'm saying is is yeah. in this case you would be burning Sandys <laughs> cuz you're burning a cookie 
and because uh, Sandy is a type of cookie, uh-huh. and Burning Sandy says, uh, everybody gets f- f- free cookies, you know? <laughs> um, Let me do one. And I don't know if I heard a lot of his speeches, but... Let me do one. Okay. Um, hey, everyone. It's Bernie Sanders, and you... Can, can I have 27 of your dollars, please, and then I'll lose the big election? Can I? Can I have it? So. Actually, he didn't even make it to the big election. He got he got bounced in the semis. Yeah, he did. Bernie Sanders got bounced in the semis. Because Hillary Clinton is a fucking piece of shit. Are you going to come out on this? <laughs> so you've been anti-woman this whole show. <laughs> and now you're going to come out and you're going to say... I can't. ...that yeah. Hillary Clinton is actually... Her actual name is Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. It's a shame you can't really do much with Clinton. You can't. Uh, Hillary. Hillary Clinton Benghazi. Doesn't really flow. Hillary. 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 Hillary Minton. Because she's uh, she's minting all of our money. uh, Or she needs a mint because she throws up so often because she's sick. Remember, she's sick for a long time. We could probably (laughs) do that one. Yeah. Whatever happened to that? Hey, this thing says energy saving. It's a little, little because you're not heating up a whole big oven. Yeah. So by yeah, so this is energy saving in the same sense that like eating a sandwich for dinner is energy saving. If only five percent of the estimated two billion cookies consume, this is some like fucking theoretical math that they're putting on this thing, right? It's what I call Food Network math. If the uh, if only five percent of the estimated two billion cookies consumed by America were baked with chip. As opposed to using traditional oven, we could save 163,000 gallons of gas. Okay. And who wouldn't want to save that, right? 3,458 barrels of oil, 1,593,599 uh, pounds of coal. Get this bad boy if you care about the environment also. So they're wanting to put coal workers out of business. Yeah. That's a shame. Four cookies at a time. Four cookies at a time, we can destroy the economy of the the rural South. It's exciting. Anybody want to keep the economy of the rural South? Keep the coal miners in business? Seems kind of. Do I? Does anybody really want to do that? You know what? Those are know. people too, Mike. <laughs> they need to learn how to code. You want them to code. That's what you <laughs> want them to do. You want to put a computer in their hands and say, hey, boys. Uh, a hundred nine thousand. Make me a, you. You want to. You want to say to them, "Hey, make me a JavaScript." Yeah. And they're saying, "Hey, I'm over here. If I'm I want to make a, a JavaScript, I'll make a. I'll just get a cup of it in the morning." I'm trying to get a JavaScript. Uh, Another thing they can do. After you fire them, because yeah. they're not making enough cookies. Yeah. So that's it for me, and that's it for the six pack. That's it for the six pack, Mike. Um. Maybe the best one we've ever done. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Let's take a let's take a quick break. Let's take a quick break. We'll reevaluate the archives and we'll come back with uh, the results as to whether or not this was the best six pack we've ever done. Right here on your Kickstarter sucks. Jesus Christ, this sucks. All right, you know what that sound means, Mike. It's time for the Dookie List. 
the 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 famous bit where we we uh we put more uh we we put people on the list. Yeah. And I think that's how we sell it. It's all the needs. I mean, what what else do you need? To if know? you can't pick up on what the Dookie list is after that little musical number, then maybe you'll be next on the Dookie list. Watch out. Watch out. We've got our big Dookie nets out and we're we're out here scoping for dukes to put on here. So uh, Mike, go ahead. Uh, tell me who you want to nominate to be on the Dookie list for this week, the week of of August twenty first. Who, who's on the Dookie list this week? You know, <clears throat> we've been doing this show for a long time, years, yeah. And uh, we'll put somebody on the Dookie list. Maybe maybe they don't deserve it. Yeah, maybe they do deserve it. Right. Um, Anybody's guess. Uh, we'll put them on the the Dookie list for cla- the, just a mess up on their part. Um, yeah, but maybe they couldn't help it. Um, but I've been doing a lot of reading, JF, um, a lot of history reading, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and put this guy on the Dookie list. Okay. His name is Adolf Hitler. Okay. Now this is a bad guy. Yeah. This is a stone cold son of a gun. Uh, he stinks to high heaven, and uh, I don't mind saying it on this podcast. I don't mind coming on the record and saying, hey, what gives, you know? Yeah. So uh, I'm going to put this guy on the Dookie list because I read when he was uh, younger, he was, uh, he was a, a painter mm-hmm. of sorts. Yeah. And uh, uh, then he just gave it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, loser. If we, if we all had that attitude... I mean, we wouldn't do anything. Yeah, we wouldn't do anything. So, um, not so. Sen- not sending a good message to the kids. Yeah, all the people in uh, Nuremberg or wherever the fuck he was. Yeah, um, I didn't get that far in the book. Yeah, <clears throat> but um, just gave it up. You know, just I said I- I'm going to do this. I'm, gonna do- I'm just going to be my entire life paint some nice, pretty pictures or what. And then uh, two days later, or something. Oh, I don't feel like it anymore. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go into the army or whatever the hell he did. Yeah. Um, so that guy's on the list for sure. That guy gets two flushes. And two? we'll add the sound flushes later. We'll add the sound flushes. Put them right in here. Put, it, put them in just like right there. And I will say that I have done it at this point. So okay. if you're hearing this, I have done the flushes. Yeah. Um, okay, well, for me, I, I got something on the dookie list. Um, it's not quite a person. It's just a concept of getting older. Yeah. You know what? What's up with it? You know, whatever happened to staying the same age your whole life? Yeah, <laughs> whatever happened to that? What? You know, it's like uh, it's like one day, uh, one day you're five. Yeah. I, I one day you're nine. You know, it's like I wake up the next day you're ten. It's like I was just nine. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like uh, I'm trying to live my life. Yeah. And I'm sitting over here getting older every single day. You can't do it anymore, man. You know, I'm sitting here freaking my my freaking cells are uh deteriorating. Yep. The cosmic radiation of the universe is breaking down my body. Mm-hmm. Um you know, the whatever it is that eventually will kill me is probably germinating inside me right now. Whether it be cancer or diabetes or or jumping in front of a bus, like when I uh, leave a, a job interview. I mean, that's inside me right now, and it could yeah. be eating away at me at any point. Pretty cool. It's pretty neat to think about, but... It does stink. 
But I say, give me, give me the good old days where you could, you could stay the same age for your whole life um, mm-hmm. and never age, and um, the people around you don't wither and die, and uh, your pets stay alive forever, and you never have to worry about what's on the other side, um, or if you'll close your eyes one day and never open them again, uh, because uh, because every day runs into the next and the last, and uh, you just spend eternity um, in God's grace. So, uh, and that's I'm gonna <laughs> give that one. I'm gonna give that one flush. <laughs> just the one flush. Just the okay. one, one flush on that one. All right. And also, I have one more to add on the list, and it's Bill Gates. Ah, uh, yeah. And that's it for the Duculus this week. Five flushes for that guy. <laughs> Five flushes for Bill Gates. <laughs> Okay, so that was fun. Everyone loves the Dookie List. Um, we hear about it all the time. Are you walking down the street? Hey, you guys are the Dookie List guys. Yeah. Yes, we are. Yes. We are the yes, yes, we're holding hands. Yes. <laughs> um, get used to it. Um, but up next, we've got uh, another f- listener favorite. Is uh, It's the mailbag theme. It's called That's Where You Come That's In. That's where you come in. That's where you come in is a tribute to our listeners um, to whom we outsource this portion of the show because by this point we're just tired. We're sleepy. You see on the sheet where I wrote, that's where you come in, C-U-M? Yeah, I've been wanting to talk to you about that. Like, uh, you get it? Yeah, we're going to have to uh, have a private conversation after this is over about <laughs> your behavior in the workplace. I'm talking. That's where you come in. But for now, your letters. <laughs> Yeah, Brooke says, uh, "Hey, I'm re-listening to old episodes. Whatever happened to the long suck segment? Mm-hmm. The long the set you guys had a segment called the long suck. Now you don't have one anymore. What's what, what's the deal? I had forgotten that we did that, and I guess it was just where we talked in depth about one particular Kickstarter for a long time. But that name is terrible. It's a yeah. stupid. It's stupid. Well, I thought of it, but I think I thought of it. Wow." Well. I thought I did. Now we're going to argue over who owns the bad idea. <laughs> who owns the stupid Well, thing? I mean, you know, it's like a, it was a group effort, but I think I sort of spearheaded it. But we forgot. Yeah, we did forget. And I don't I don't know that I find any of them that interesting like on their own. I like the I like taking the idea and then riffing on it, but I don't yeah. know that I, maybe other people feel differently, but to me the Kickstarters is uh, is just a jumping off point for our classic banter. I um I would like to dig in more in depth. Maybe one or two of them. Maybe I'll do that on the blog when I have some downtime, which is, uh, when do I have downtime? This guy is so freaking busy. He doesn't, he hardly has time to wipe his ass. And he doesn't even wipe his ass. That's true. He can't do it. So I got, what, I got ass wiping time? So so you, so you finish shitting and you just get right up and go. Yeah. Back to work. And if it's a clean shit, great. All the better. Yeah. That works out in my favor. (laughs) But... But now sometimes you ever pull your ass apart and hope that you get like the the where it doesn't touch anything, so you don't wipe anything. 
So if you think if you pull your ass far enough apart, yeah, that the turd will just fall out like a penny I, in a jar. I think if you gape your own ass, yeah, like they do in the pornos, yeah, um, that the turd will just go. But not to be too gross about this, but if you gape your own asshole, <clears throat> then that means you're shoving something up in there, which is probably just mooshing the turd. No, you're not gaping anything. I'm saying you're pulling it apart. Oh, I need your. <clears throat> I need it. Okay, you said gape. Stick, stick maybe like your index finger and your middle finger. Yeah. Inside of your ass, you'll you, have to wash your hands for this. Well, now I might see. Now we're back at square. I might as maybe well just, just wipe my own ass. Yeah, maybe this doesn't. I might as well just wipe my ass and not wash my hands <laughs> in the same amount of time. Uh, maybe 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 we should think about this a little bit more. I say skip washing your hands, full stop, and then figure the rest out. Yeah, just don't do not come out of the bathroom and wash your hands. So, Brooke, hopefully that answered your question. Yeah. Uh, about whatever it was that you said, I forgot about it. Sorry. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, if you want to read one, yeah, read the okay, next one. Uh, hand me that note card. Uh, here you go, hand. I've uh, received. Thank you so much. Uh, it's weird that you print these out on uh, on eight and a half by eleven paper and put them in an envelope and then seal them with a kiss. I don't think that's weird. I mean, you put the lipstick on and everything. It seems weird. <laughs> and this is purple lipstick. It's not even the traditional red. Yeah, well, it's definitely something out of your own collection. Uh, a little put off by it. Um, but it does have a great scent. Marshall writes in, Hey guys, what's with Jesse Farrar? Uh, he doesn't actually, wow, I just see my last name right after my first name now. Yeah, you read that all wrong. He didn't even say that. Hey guys, what with Jesse being political? So he fucked up. That's the problem. He did. And he capitalized political. <laughs> I'm going to make this Marshall's problem that I'm too tired Marcel. to read. His name's Marshall now. Okay. Let me just take this one off your hands here. Help. Hey guys, what with Jesse being capital political and Tina Fey's comments about how yeah. we should all just eat cake, what are your top three desserts? Now you don't have much of a sweet tooth, Mike. I don't have a lot of a sweet tooth. No. You don't, but I my suspicion is that this is a lot like your drinking thing. Where you? It's not like you, my drinking thing. So you admit you, you do you have a drinking bring, thing. <laughs> do you love to bring this up? Because you, yeah, I don't know why. Because you think you think I think you think I don't drink at all. I drink. I'll have like a beer if I'm at your house. Yeah, but I don't. A beer or I have, seven. I have, yeah. I have, I have, I have something I think wrong with my brain. For sure. Um, where I don't drink, but if I do drink, I will uh, get wasted. Mm-hmm. Um, except for like tonight, where you've had one beer. I had one beer, and I would have had more, but they're your beers. I didn't bring any over, so I wasn't going to get wasted. You can have as many beers as you want. Don't tell me that. <laughs> These are sent to me um, by companies who want some of my content. No, but it's like a thing where, like, uh, if I smoke weed, I'll smoke a shit ton of weed. Sure. If I do something, I'll do a lot of it. Yeah, I understand. It's a, a problem that I have. It's, yeah, no, I don't think depressing. that's a problem. It just took a depressing turn. From I don't think that's a problem. I think that's normal. Okay. Well, top three desserts. <laughs> what are yours? <clears throat> so you don't really like desserts all that much. No, it's... it's uh, But you like candy, though. I like candy. If I'm uh, high, I'll get some sour candy. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what. Um, Sometimes I'll go to Sweet Tooth for an ice cream or something. What's your flavor of choice? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at no, all? No. doesn't. Indiscriminate ice cream. Indiscriminate. Hmm. Well, I'm a, I'm a pie over cake guy for life. Yeah. Uh, pie is better than cake. It just is. Uh, so if I were doing Tina Fey's bit, I would say... Uh, ignore the Nazis and eat a sheet pie. Sheet pie. Oh, that's probably what I would say if I were her. Um, you know, for for as far as pie pies go, it's really hard to beat a nice lattice crust 
sugar topped uh, apple pie. Uh, that's a real nice pie. With the caramel, caramelization crust and everything on Ooh, there. Oh, baby. Yeah. My grandma was alive. She would make rhubarb pie. She would grow the rhubarb. Oh, man. Rhubarb Strawberry pie. as well or just straight rhubarb? Just rhubarb. Wow. And uh, she made a lemon meringue. But uh, she's dead now, so. And, and there's no more pies for Mikey. Yeah, no more pies for Mikey. He never figured out how to make them himself. Because of his dead grandma. <laughs> she's fucking dead. <laughs> Get really mad. I would also say milkshake is high up on that list for me. I can't. Yeah, you are a milkshake boy. Fucking, I can't go by Culver's. So what do you get when you go there? Um, you what know, is your go-to if, if I If I panic, I'll just grab a vanilla because I love the vanilla flavor. It's going to be clean. It's not yeah. going to be... No, there's nothing worse to me than springing for a fucking milkshake and then you get it and it's like all artificially tasting. Yeah. Or it's too syrupy or whatever. So I find that uh, if I can skip some of the more exotic ingredients, then I'm I'm going to get a satisfying this ice is, cream slurp. This is so crazy to me because I'm the, I'm a big fat guy. You're not really fat, but you go crazy about the desserts. I go crazy for them, man. I don't know, man. And, but I, but I think the guilt eats away at a lot of the fat cells. <laughs> Because I'll, I'll have one and I just fucking hate myself. Yeah. I got to, so I I got some Chick Fil A the other day, um, and forget the whole gay thing. Like I'm like I'm so over that. Um, I think they, I think they apologized for it. Yeah, oh, they, they took it back. I think you can just. They said our bad. I yeah, they. I think they're no. I think they're cool now. Yeah, they're good now. <laughs> just. Yeah, but they came out with the spicy one and now they're fine. Um, but they they do this thing called the frosted lemonade. Yeah. So they put some of their lemonade in a cup, and then they, uh, well, it's like their frozen lemon, I think, and then they put some, um, some of their soft serve vanilla ice cream in there. Holy lord, that is a snack and a half. Sounds like a big to do to me. And then, and then you throw on top of that a chicken sandwich and some waffle fries. I like their, ch- I like their chicken sandwiches. My mom and my aunts and stuff came down to visit Nashville. Yeah. They're, you know how they are there. You didn't tell me that they were coming older, over. Older you really don't ladies. want you don't you do not want me to meet your mom. No, she's not here now. Since she came down like a year ago or something like that. But um, they almost got lost. Big Chick Fil A heads. Oh, did they? They go? went there every single day. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that is crazy to me. Yeah. Like, it's just a, like a chicken sandwich. My wife could know. go there every day. That's nuts. Um, don't call my wife nuts again. <laughs> I don't have a top three. Marshall, sorry. But what's your one? Like the one you're reaching for? <clears throat> it's like gummy worms or something. Um, what about the really good Haribo, like from Germany Haribo gummy bears? Yeah, those are pretty good. Those are pretty fucking good. Or but, like the uh, the gummy uh, like cokes. Yeah, the sour gummy cokes. You ever get those? Nice treat. I had a. Uh, I was, <laughs> uh, I was super fucking high. Okay, like. Uh, two or three weeks ago and I was on Amazon and I pulled the trigger after putting it in my basket for probably two weeks. <laughs> oh, you finally went through with it. Finally did it. I got some warheads. All right. And I was like, dude, this is awesome. I'm going to get a ton of warheads. Like four so in my I'm mouth. High, I'm just going to destroy my mouth with all that fucking <laughs> bullshit. Thing. And it was like, uh, I didn't even notice the price of it, but it oh. was like five or so bucks. And I was like, damn, it's going to be like a lot of warheads probably. I get there. I get them in the mail. And it's one package, <laughs> like you would get for a dollar on the shelf. And I'm like, why the fuck did I just buy? Why did I buy warheads from Amazon 
and it's just one package of Warheads. That's so good. It's not even like I got it like Amazon Prime or Amazon Prime Now. Yeah. Like I had to wait for it. Yeah, you waited for it. Because it was like a third-party seller. It sat in a UPS box for weeks. Fucked up. It's amazing. Hey, Mark says, I was curious if anyone has ever contacted you about shit-talking their Kickstarter. You talk about plenty of active Kickstarters, and I can only imagine it's a matter of time until someone gets grumpy from calling you or calling out their awful idea. No. No, it's never happened. I think the thing that people don't, uh, th- don't think about is the internet is a huge place. Yeah. So uh, it's not exactly like this, but it's very similar. So it would kind of be like if you walked out your front door and you said, uh, you know, Mike Hale's a big piece of shit mm-hmm. and he's stupid and he stinks. Yeah. And I hate him and he doesn't have good taste in dessert. Mm-hmm. The odds are that Mike is not going to hear you say that because the world is a big place and you're both in it. So the yeah. internet is the same way. We put this out here. A few thousand people will listen to it, which is awesome for us to be able to do. Uh, but at the end of the day, unless someone listens to it and like rats us out to one of the guys, then they're not going to know. And even if they do find out, they might be like, well, somebody else clicked on my thing. That's cool. Kind of the same vein, though. We did get a, we did get some feedback. Or we did get somebody talking to us. We got to, You did a joke blogger thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. Like three or four weeks ago. Forgot about that. And some guy that you that you made fun of was like, "Hey, thanks for talking about me on your podcast or something." Yeah, and he gave me the follow. Yeah, thank you. Subscribed. Nice guy. I told our nice largest guy. Patreon donor now. Five hundred dollars a month. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. It's kind of weird, but uh, I don't. I don't actually remember which guy it was. I don't either. So I feel bad about but that. But he remembers. He remembers every day of his life. And, he, uh, and it does make you feel bad because the. The Kickstarters are are scams in a way. Yeah. Whereas being on Joke Blogger is not really a scam. There's nothing to gain from it. Yeah. Just kind of doing your own thing. So I say more power to him, but we will be bringing back the Joke Blogger segment <laughs> next week. So. Great. Uh, Mitch. Mitch writes, uh, was just listening to the show this week and the craziest of thoughts came into my head. I wonder if it's Mike or Jesse who's the prankster of the pod. So my question for you guys, uh, what are some of your craziest pranks you've played on each other or in general? And if you can't think of many, what would you do to really get under one another's skin? Have I, have we pranked each other? I can remember, uh, no, definitely not each other. Um, I can remember being a kid and doing some really messed up stuff that would probably get you put in jail. Now. Oh, yeah. Me too. Really bad memories of doing stuff as a kid. That's no, it's not cool. Yeah. Not cool to do. Um, I mean, just one of the tamer ones I can remember uh, p- pissing on a friend's toothbrush and then like watching him brush his teeth with the pissy toothbrush. Was he your friend or was he your, your enemy? Yeah, he was my friend. Why would, hey. you know, why would anyone do that? Hey, I noticed something weird earlier when I was brushing my teeth in the <laughs> bathroom at your house. Earlier. Well, I mean, you know what? Uh, no, I poured a like a five or like a pound bag of flour on my friend John's car mm. when I was in high school, and I got suspended for it. And Jesus. they were like, uh, "That's grim." It was right after I think I talked about this before. Actually, it was right after the anthrax attacks thing happened. Like they were sending out those envelopes full of okay. anthrax powder, and people were getting arrested or whatever. But the principal and the superintendent were in the office, and they were like, do you know what happened? Do you do you read the news at all? And I'm like, 
Where okay, first of all, who's gonna get like a one pound bag of anthrax? Yeah, you're and like why would you they? Seen, you're like, have you seen the prices on these things? <laughs> why would they dump it on someone's uh, BMW? Like, yeah. why would they do that? That's stupid. I don't know. But uh, definitely did a lot of stupid shit when I was a kid. Yeah, uh, burning. Oh man, yeah, fires and stuff. Yeah. Throwing stuff off overpasses, Ugh. like uh, knocking over mailboxes. Shitting yeah. on diving boards, um, <laughs> shitting in elevators, yeah. shitting off of balconies. Yep. Um, I defend the shitting ones, but yeah, yeah. You know, the rest is kind of the one I can remember that is is not bad at all. Just a fun memory, I guess. Is uh, uh, for some reason we were goofing off at a friend's house and uh, we we're like playing with messing around with duct tape tools mm-hmm. and shit, you know. And we get, we get to duct tape in one of our friends to a deck chair. Yeah. And he's really in there pretty good. <laughs> Um, and then we put duct tape over his mouth and then cut a small hole in it and then, uh, feed him, um, a green olives with the pimentos in there and he fucking hated olives. Yeah. But there's duct tape over it so he can't spit it back out. It's yeah. just a feeding. We just keep shoving pimentos in his mouth. That's pretty cool. It's kind of funny, you know? Maybe a little sadistic, but. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying we weren't hard. <laughs> I'm just saying it was something we, we did do and it was funny. But I wouldn't prank you because we're both uh, we're both half dead now, and life's too short to to be giving each other's like hot foots and stuff. Yeah. Although there was that one time that um, you were walking to your car, and I went upstairs and I dropped an anvil on your head. Yeah. Yeah, I did do. I have okay, so I have done that. I was mad about that for a couple of seconds, but then again, I was like, Yeah, all right, I got to hand it to you. Or like, uh, and then the, by the same time, and I think the next time you came over, I did the, I tossed my grand piano out, mm-hmm. and that hit your head, and then you, um, you came through the piano, and then all of your teeth were replaced by the keys of the piano, yeah. and you had a big uh, lump on your head that was like really oblong and on I the top. Pushed it down. Pushed it back down, and it everything was, or actually, then it came out of your chin, and you pushed it back up, and it came out of your cheek, and so, <laughs> so I guess we've done a few. Yeah, I forgot about those until now. Done a couple pranks. Yeah. Um, I don't do a lot of pranks. My, uh, well, you got a boy. Yeah. Is he is he into that at all yet? That seems like a boy thing more than a girl thing, and he's um, the right age to be doing that kind of shit, like uh, like just tripping you or something, you know. He likes showing me his ass. That's okay. in the, that's one of his good pranks. That is uh, <laughs> he likes pulling down my pants and looking at my ass. <laughs> Another one of his pranks. Um, a lot of ass play over there. So. Yeah. So hopefully that answered your question, <laughs> uh, Mitch. Hey, Nolan. Throws the Heat, this guy's name. Kind of a strange name. He writes in and says, I heard about Jesse's dinner sauce from Rival Podcast. Real good show. And I'd like to know what what's up with that. What's up with dinner sauce? Um, that's from a very depressed period of my life. <laughs> now, I don't know. I don't remember what I put in it, but it was like mayonnaise, ketchup, maybe some mustard. or something. You know, you ever go in your refrigerator and just start dumping shit in the bowl and... Mm. Mm-mm. You never, you never just suck on all the bottles you got in there. Mayonnaise, ketchup, and mustard. Something, something like that. It's something like that, I think. And probably a little sriracha in there as well to give it a little kick. I would call that manustard ra. Ugh, that's that's a better name for it, I think. Yeah, I, yeah, yours is better. Yes. I got into mayo on fries uh, when uh, I I was on a flight and we stopped in Germany. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a McDonald's there in the airport, and I went and got the McDonald's, and they served the fries with mayonnaise. That's weird. I said, "Hey, when in Rome, 
And they said, uh, actually. Uh, actually, you're in Germany. And I said, whoop. I'm on, the, I'm on the wrong flight. Yeah. I thought I was, <laughs> but I took the McDonald's leg of the flight. Yeah. Anyways, the mayo, mayo on fries is good, dude. I like mayo. No, that wasn't what he asked, but I'm sure he's delighted to know that. To, to answer your question, Nolan, um, I, I do like mayonnaise. Yeah. So thanks for that question. Hey, Jeremy writes, hey, guys, big fan. This is the last one, by the way. The last one we're going to do ever. This is the last, uh, no more emails except for uh, all the other prompts we gave earlier in the episode about when to send us an yeah. email. No more emails unless you feel like it. Yeah. Jeremy says, hey, guys, big fan. I have a sneaking suspicion that Gary is Mike. Who's he, who's he talking about? Gary who? Uh, I must be talking about uh, uh, fan favorite frequent guest. Uh, local comedian. Local comedian Gary, Gary Anderson. The animal Anderson. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have a sneaking suspicion that Gary is Mike. If I find out that's true, I'm going to be really effing pissed. Well, Jeremy, I don't know. I mean, I get, Jeremy, I would just put it to you like this: Is Michael Hale a local comedian? Yeah, exactly. No, I think so. it's pretty obvious that they're two different guys. Yeah, I'm named Mike, and the other guy's named uh, well, whatever you said his name was. I can't even think about it because I'm not even him. And well, and Gary's nickname, Gary, it's Gary, by the way. Yeah, uh, Gary's nickname is Gary the Animal Anderson. Yeah. Whereas your nickname is Mike the Wild Animal. Yeah. Hale. I also go by uh, Shithead. Yeah. Or uh, Cooter. Somebody would be like, hey, Cooter. And I'll be like, what's up? <laughs> you do that. answer to Cooter. <laughs> In workplace settings, generally, you will answer to Cooter. Oh, uh, that's just old Cooter over there. <laughs> you don't mean nothing by it. Well, uh, so that was a pretty good episode. That was a jumbo. That was a big time fat boy we got for you. Yeah. ETFB. Uh, that's it, guys. That's it for the episode. If you would like to, check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com. You, you don't have to, you don't but you can. To. Be nice. Your Kickstarter sucks. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash your Kickstarter. Check us out on iTunes. Your Kickstarter sucks on iTunes. Uh, that's it. Smash us a five-star rating on there and leave a review if you don't mind. Smash that like button, fam. Uh, and also, fam, if we get, I will say this right now, if we get to $10,000 a month on Patreon, I will bring back Burning Sandys as a <laughs> full-time character on this show. Let's get a little, let's get a little taste of what that would be like. Ah, <clears throat> what's my keyword into Bernie Sanders? Um, yeah. Yeah, my, so. Nailed it. That's kind of what you. Ira, <laughs> give me a $27, right? Was that the number his average campaign contribution? Yeah, I, was. I donated that much. You did. I think I donated fifty actually. Well, that's a lot. Uh, I actually donated a couple million bucks uh, over to Jill Stein, and I think she's looking into the election results. So. You gonna do that recount? Yeah, she's gonna do that recount for us. So I'm pretty excited to see what the results of that are, and uh, and I'm sure nothing's gone wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, no rush so. on that, Jill. By the way. Yeah. Take your time. Yep. I think. I mean, uh, the country's definitely not falling apart. So I would say. Uh, Let's, let's, not, let's not do a rush job on this. <laughs> Good things come to those who wait. Uh, and and that'll be true of you, too, if you head on over to patreon.com slash your Kickstarter sucks, where we will make you wait for plenty of good things. <laughs> so uh, thanks for listening to the show, and we will uh, talk to you n- uh, next week. Yeah. Why did, you sound, why did you make it sound like we're hanging up the phone? Hey, I'll talk to you next week. Okay, uh, and take care. And yeah. uh, don't forget to come over and let my dog out. Peace out. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you.